The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Was. 
Hijacking Bob Dylan. That's uh, New Morning from the bootleg tapes. And that's the version with horns. He didn't release it with horns. What why not? thinking, Bob Dylan? I tell you why. I tell you... Li- Whoa! Jesus! It's on uh, after 11, so that's something to look forward to for mm. all the Christians out there and all the naysayers. You can phone in and challenge him. Um, so uh, you've all been waiting all day because you want my thoughts on, on, on what is... Um, Let's be honest, one of the dullest stories out there at the moment, the whole Peter Rabbit, um, uh, uh, Blackberries, um, um, uh, EpiPen. I don't think we're allowed to call it an EpiPen anymore. Of course you are. It doesn't mean it's not short for epileptic. Um, the whole, the whole, the, the, let this be the last word on this whole um, uh, bullying thing in, in Peter Rabbit. I'll tell you what I think about the, I'll tell you what I think about the whole bullying thing and the making fun of people with allergies. Don't go and see the film. It looks shit. It's rubbish. It's got James Corden doing the voice of the rabbit. Mr. McGregor is a young man, not an old man with a beard. It's rubbish. Don't go and see it. Just don't go and see it. Whether it's got bullying in who cares about that bit? And if you do, I'm sorry that it affects your life in such a way. Genuinely, it must be horrendous being allergic to, uh, you know, having people in your family allergic to foodstuffs. But that's not the reason you shouldn't see the film. You shouldn't see the film because it looks awful. Jeez, and I know that we're going to have to go and see it. I'm not going to take my children to see it. My wife, every time we go to the cinema... Every trailer that comes up, my boys go, can we go and see that? Yep. Can we go and see that? Yep. That one came up and I went, nah, you can go with your mum. That was, and it's the first time in eight years of being a dad that I've said, nah, you can go with your mum to see that one. Because it looks awful. Peter Rabbit's all funky now. He's funky. No, he's not. I'll tell you something about Beatrix Potter, right? Her stories is a lady, isn't it? Yeah. There we go. Her stories are boring, old-fashioned, out of date, and dull. They are dull. Mrs. Tiggy Winker, the mean as well. The um the stupid um is it a goose who's is played by um oh who's that? Who's that? Oh, oh. Mm, yeah. I don't know what you're doing. It's the person. It's the you know the person in the the version we've watched. Pers- oh, oh, I want to be a yellow coat. Oh, see Sue Pollard. So if Sue Pollard is stupid enough to be a goose that gives her baby, uh, her unborn children, to a fox to be eaten, because that's what happens, then Sue Pollard deserves. Everything that is coming to her. That's the most exciting thing that's ever happened in any bit. What even name is Beatrix? What what name is that? It's um, Latin. It means oh, blessed. Right, so it's she's she's Latin. Right, okay, fine. I thought she was British. Don't go and see this film, okay? Um, uh, uh, genuinely, there's been people today making light of um, the whole uh, people bit having allergies and stuff like that. People go, well, it's, it's, it's snow, Miss Jones, it's snowflake generation. It's a snowflake generation. Listen, if you've got a kid that's allergic to nuts or mushrooms or whatever, it, life is awful, right? It's awful. So I've got sympathies for that. And it, it, the fact that the, in the film the guy has to actually pull out an EpiPen, that's, you know, that's... That's not funny. That's not a funny... No, but he also gets electrocuted. Yeah, good. I'm allergic to electricity. But, you know, anyway, whatever. I've not seen the film. You've not seen the film. Who cares? Don't go and see it. It looks rubbish. It's got cordon in it. It is... They've made um, Peter Rabbit 
Um, I was going to say sexy. I don't know. I, you know, personally, I wouldn't. Although um, the caramel um, rabbit was fit as, wasn't she? Wasn't she? Here we go. And she didn't have a coat on. Cartoon, cartoon animals you would have sex with. Um, not cartoon characters, cartoon animals. I've got two. They're both rabbits. The caramel bunny and Jessica rabbit. Those are two. She's and, not an animal. Um, what? Jessica Rabbit's not an animal. Is she not a rabbit? No. What is she, then? She's a sexy woman. Well, I don't want to know anything about her. In that case, in that case, it's... it's I've still got two. It's um, the caramel bunny, and it is um, a male cat when he gets paint poured down his back so he looks like a female skunk. Um, I wouldn't force... I'm not a rapist like Pepe Le Pew, who is, I'm going to call him out, Pepe Le Pew. He's a rapist. He's okay, a sex pest. Pubert. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, I- I- him and Spacey. Spacey's not a rapist that we know of, but they're both they're both up there for making unwanted sexual advances on um, uh, creatures um, of the same uh, the same sex. Although in Pew's defence, he thinks they're cats. He thinks they're women cats. So those are the two that I would like to um, make love to. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Which um, cartoon? Um, uh, which cartoon animals would you like to make love to? And here's the thing: today's show, it's over thirties only, thirty and over, right? And for all the smart Alex on Periscope going, "I'm forty six. Is that all right?" No. Is here's the simple thing, right? Is forty six. Higher or lower than 30? That's what we're working on. Over 30s. And um, a, 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 kid, a kid tweeted me today. He's in his 20s. He said, Ian, I'm, I'm in my 20s. Um, can I ask... I missed some of the shows last week. Can I ask why, uh, why under 30s are not allowed to call? You're the reason. Yeah. I reply because under 30s lack the commitment to the show that I think this show deserves, right? So, 30 and over, and people going, well, oh, I'll just do an old, old voice. I'll be asking what year you were born. I'm not stupid. I'll be asking what year you were born. Good evening, Zach. Good evening. How old are you, Zach? Um, not 30. Are you on speakerphone? No. Yeah, goodbye. Right, go on. He's the reason. He's on speakerphone, right? And I think, and I don't know, I think he's under 30. Well, so does his headmaster. Really angry start to the show today, Mm. but this whole Peter Rabbit... um, Everyone's going going on about the blackberries and the EpiPen and the allergies. No, this is... It's um, subterfuge. The film is rubbish. That's why you shouldn't go and see it. It looks rubbish. They've made Peter Rabbit funky for crying out loud. Do you know what? I'm so worn out after the opening monologue. Let's take the adverts early. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. So it's thirties and over. So listen to this idiot. This is an idiot tweeting me. Absolute idiot. I'm twenty nine. But in my 30th year of life, does that count? You're an idiot. You're an idiot. Is, that, is 29 over 30? 30 or over? No, it's not. It's really simple, man. 30 
and over. Uh, things to talk about, um, uh, reasons to not go and see the Peter Rabbit film, and man alive. I mean, that topic's been done to death today, hasn't it? Oh, forget the, the bullying and the allergy stuff. Reasons to not go and see the Peter Rabbit film. And uh, what excuses will you be telling your kids as to why you're not going? And um, uh, sexy cartoon animals that you think, yeah, do you know what? Mmm. I quite like... Um, who's... Um, who's... Um, is it Daisy Duck? Donald Duck's girlfriend? Yeah. She's fit. It's that little tush that takes the tail. <laughs> I like the tail. Uh, you know, I'm a tail man. I'm a tail guy. And she's got great tail. And it's that, she got the, the just the little jacket on and the tail. That's kind of sexy to me. Mm. That's sexy to me. What cartoon animals would you like to have sex with, Catherine? I'm all right. Oh, go on, if, if, if you had to. If you had to, if you had to have sex with a cartoon animal, who would it be? Why would I have to? What would that scenario be? It would save the world. If you you had to have sex with a cartoon animal to save the world, uh, which one would it be? Bog on, leg on. Right, Okay. In what universe (laughs) would... would, (laughs) You're a pervert. In what universe would having sex with foghorn leghorn save the world? You sick deviant. I I, I say, Catherine, I say, Catherine, here it come. Oh, it sounds like Babcock. Uh, no, he said, well, isn't, um, isn't the, the butcher from Coronation Street based on him? <laughs> it's based on him, isn't it? Fred Elliott. Yeah, Fred Elliott is based on Foghorn Leghorn. Um, over 30s only, and I'll be asking your age. Good evening, Lisa. Hello. Hello, Lisa. How old are you? Um, I'm 37. You, and, well, really? Oh, you sound older. OK, you're through. What year were you born? Wow, that's cheeky. 1980, I'll be 38 next month. God, I think the that's people true. born in 1980 are now 37. Isn't that freaky? It's my sister's year. My oh, little sister's year. Is that you think I sound old? Oh, you sound in your uh, uh, late 40s, early 50s. Are you a smoker? No, but I have got a really bad cold at the moment. Oh, well, then, let, uh, all right, let's be polite and say it's down to that. Okay. <laughs> what have you got um, for us, well, Lisa? Um, well, obviously, you had the Magnificent rant about Peter Rabbit. Yes, sir. And um, I get quite stressed about things like that too. And I wondered how you calm down after things because I get very riled about silly little things like that and then I find it hard to calm down. I um I wear myself out. <laughs> I wear myself out. That f- t- f- fourteen minutes. I've had shaky legs all day, twitchy legs all day, and that fourteen minutes at the start of the show was really fair. It's, it's worn me out. So what 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 kind of stuff do you get angry about then? And you, then you can't let it go. Oh God, where to start? Well, I I do suffer with depression, and I'm on medication. Yeah, actually, the same as what you're on. Ooh. Um, but it's recent, so I'm still getting used to it, the highs and the lows with yeah, it. Yeah, Um, so I, I have these little good moods, and then sometimes it just switches and silly. It can be really little things, like people eating too loudly yeah, or... Yeah. Oh, that's not little, though. being rude. No, Lisa, that's not little. People eating too loudly is disgusting. No, but I think I've got that, um... I, I, I don't know what the medical term is, but it's when noises annoy you, like somebody... Onomatopoeia. ...or chewing. Onomatopoeia. Yeah. Um, but that, yeah, yes, that. Um, well, um, I know... Here's the thing, right? 
I'm uh, since last week. I'm I'm very very slightly starting to cut down my meds. Very slightly. Um, but the last couple of weeks, I have been before that. I've been up and I've been down, and sometimes in the space of an hour, I'll be up and down twice. And that's really unlike me. Normally, I'm kind of in one for a bit, and I go to the other for a bit. But I've been up and down, up and down. Now it, there could be a whole heap of things. As, as if you've read the, the the Daily Mirror or the Metro recently, you know I'm on a course of um, uh, uh, LSD uh, therapy, where I take LSD with a therapist. Um, and maybe <laughs> yeah. maybe that's doing it. I don't know, but you know, I, I'm having. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm having a massive up for the last hour and a half. Have you noticed it, Catherine? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a massive up. That can only mean one thing. I'm going to come crashing down the other side at any moment. Could happen tonight. Could yeah. happen in 2036. We just don't know. We've got to wait until it happens. Um, but I tell you what's good is um, having people around you who um, <laughs> who can say, yeah, you're being a bit of a dick now. Uh, let me introduce you to Catherine. Hi. Um, and she'll say, you know, she'll... Because when, when I get angry, uh, uh, Lisa, and I bet you're the same... I feel it's really righteous, and that person over there is eating loudly, and they're doing it to wind me up. And Kath will just go, "Ian, you're being a dick. He's not doing it to wind you up. Just, just calm down a little bit." Do you know what I mean? That and that helps a lot. I I do get that, and I understand that when somebody is rational and says that to me, but. I don't know. I just find it difficult, but I think I have anger issues anyway. So when did you? I tell you, it's really good for anger. Meditation. Meditation worked for me. I I do try that. Like I've done counselling through yeah. women's aid and different things because of past instances. Yeah. But I do try the Headspace app and the Calm app, and I do try it so hard. I, to be honest, the thing that relaxes me most is like. Listening to podcasts. Oh, or who do you listen pod- to? What's the best ones? Uh, your top three recommendations for for podcasts that kind of calm you down a bit. Well, I know this is a bit sad, but I still listen to the Ricky Gervais one. That's not sad. It's, I think, it's, yeah, it's good. I think Carl Pilkington is a genius, and yep. he just makes me smile. Um, I love Adam Buxton. Yep. I listen to you on him on his one. Oh, yeah, when you've done that, yeah. Um, Romish Wanganathan, yeah, yeah. he says, hip-hop saved my life. I've got a list. On oh, Trailer Park Boys, the, the Canadian yeah, TV a, show. Um, yeah. uh, Carl Pilkinson used to be my boss. He used to be my boss when I was at XFM. Imagine that, he was my boss. Um, oh, my God, yeah, I, I love him. Yeah, he tried to get me to go <laughs> move to Manchester. I told him to get knotted. Anyway, um, he's a good lad, Carl. <laughs> I like Carl. Um, um, I was going to say something ground... Oh, when did you say... When did you start these meds? You said it was recent. Well, the the metazepam, yeah. But I I first started on medication when I moved back from Spain, so... Oh, yeah. Ten years ago. Okay. When did you start on the metazepine? Um... I've been on it since January. Okay, the beginning. Is, so it's early days. It's early days. It is early days, yeah. And if it's not quite doing the thing, here's the thing: sometimes with 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 some drugs like mirtazapine and sertraline is another one. If you take, and I'm not telling you what to take. Obviously, talk to your doctor. But this is what my doctor told me. You think that the more you took, the more effect it would have. But some of these drugs, the less you take the more effect it has. And he explained it to me how it works. It's not with all of them. I know it is with sertraline and metazapine. If you take a little bit less, it can have, it can have more of an impact on you. So, you know, if, if, if in a couple of weeks it's not quite there, go and see your doctor and have a little, little tweak, little tweakette. Well, I am on the low-dose 
to initially start with, and yep. then they're going to build me Beautiful. up. But it, it does just stomp me out. But then when I do come round, I have got, like, energy, and I feel a bit happier. And then when it tapers off, you can feel, like, the mood coming back. Yeah. So, well, hang in there, Lisa. Yeah. I'm glad that you're, you're making Thank phone you. calls, and I'm glad you're checking in. And don't go and see that goddamn awful Peter Rabbit film unless they're advertising with us, in which case, uh, well, let's all go together, huh? Yeah. Oh, and, and I thought about this, the, the sexy cartoon thing. It's got to be a sexy cartoon animal. Someone's t- t- texted in He-Man. He-Man's, well, he may be an animal, but he's not an animal. Okay, I was thinking, because yeah. I like the Disney films as a kid, I quite like Robin Hood. Oh! Oh! The Errol Flynn Fox! Yes! Well played. Oh, in that yeah. case, let's double date, because I'll go out with Maid Marian then. She was a babe. <laughs> yeah, she was cool. Lisa, yeah. thank you, mate. Thank you very much. Cheers, Tata. All through that call, all I was thinking was, I really want to hear some banjo music. Here we go. I was playing the mandolin today. Were you? How's yeah. that going? That's all right. I've, I can do... Um, I've just seen the face by the Beatles now. Pretty smoothly. Pretty... Sm- I want fast banjo music. Yeah. Hang on. Banjo music for beginners. Here we go. Here we go. Have some of this. This is going to be great. There we go. Yee-haw! Yee-haw! I'm being chased by a farmer because he's caught me in a um, haystack with um, his daughter, Maid Marion, from uh, the Robin Hood. <laughs> You were feeling a little old. Um, wow. Ewan! Hello. Hello, mate. How old are you? I'm Pardon? How old are you? Seventeen. Thanks very much Bye-bye. for calling! <laughs> this is Ewan running away now. Yay! I'm shattered. I'm not surprised. Unbelievable. <sighs> Hashtag scenes. Hashtag scenes. <laughs> Hey, yeah. Oh, can you do a yeehaw? Yee-hoo! Do you remember? No, you can't. Yes, do you remember I can. when? Do you know the one? Yeah. Yeehaw! No, that's not. You got got the. Do the... one of them. Yeehaw! <laughs> Mofo! Oh. There we go. This is great, this, isn't it? I wrote this. Um, let's go to Jasmine. Good evening, Jasmine. Good evening. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. How old are you, Jasmine? I'm 31, born in 86. You're 31, born in 86? Yup. Is that right? No. That's incorrect data. How old would she be if she's born in 86? Maybe it is right. Hang on, let's check. In October. No. Maybe it is right. Hang on, the other lady said she was born in 1980 and she was 30. Six. So she was 36. I'm so confused. All right, let no, me... no, no, no. Hang on, I don't know. We can work this out. What's 2018 minus 36? Do it on the computer. Let me get accurate. She reckons... It can't be 1986. That'll be 32. You're a liar. Hang on, but she might not have had her birthday yet. No, in October. There you go. How, how old did you say you were? I'm 31. Okay. Um, where are you? Where, 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 where? I'm 32. Okay. And are you a woman? Yeah. Okay, that's great. Um, what have you called in for, Jasmine? Um, I've got two stories to tell today. 
Yes. Um, the one that was embarrassing when I was there at work. Yes. And the other one is about my near-death experience. Your near-death experience? Yes, when I was a child. Okay, well, um, I'm going to get the... I'll tell you what, because I've got a feeling at some point this banjo music's going to be really appropriate, so I'm going to stop it now and have it queued up. <laughs> Jasmine? Away you go. Yes. Hello? Um, can you hear me? Yes. Hello? Hello. Where are you <laughs> from, Jess? Is that Swedish? Um, no, Swiss. Swiss? I've never spoken to a Swiss person. I've never spoken um, yes, to a... Um, a, a what, did, what language do they speak there? A bit of German? Uh, Swiss German. Uh, Swiss, Swiss German, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Italian? French? No, Swiss German, mate. Like she said, yeah, I'm they so, speak about five different I'm, languages. I'm so sorry, Jack. No, no country speaks about five <laughs> different languages. Jasmine. They speak two. They speak their language and they speak English, and that is it. Okay. I do apologise, Jasmine. She, I do apologise. Catherine likes to think she's clever. Just be careful. Why? Well, you know, you know what happens if I see you raise your hand. I'll be. Um... <laughs> That's going to be out then. <laughs> I'm so out of breath. I think I'm having a heart attack. Stop doing that. I'm then. having a rustle. Right, Jasmine, away you go. Let's hear it. Let's 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 hear it. Um, about my near-death experience. Yeah, let's do it. So, what happened to you? Seriously, now this is focused. Serious. Oh, it was when I was nine years old. Yes. Um, the school we went outside to a river. Yeah. It was summer. It was a sunny day, and um, the kids. Um, we went into the river, yeah. and then the river did take me with it, and my head on the water didn't catch enough air, and then I really struggled, but after a few minutes, I really accepted now I will die. Wow! And then it was, yeah, it was like a new freedom and peace, peaceful, and then all my life I've lived um, until then, when it passed my eyes very fast. And that was a very catching experience. And but, afterwards, they... Huh? They could get me out of water. Yeah. Someone, and that... That was very good, but after that, I had about two hours of uh, shock. I think... Well, here's the, here's the <laughs> thing, here's the thing, and I ask this question in all seriousness. Mm-hmm. How do you know... You didn't die that day. And you're stuck in hell. This is this is hell. <laughs> you're stuck in it nah. for eternity. And you are also in hell. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm the devil. <laughs> okay. So I, so um So how did they say well, so you you accepted that you were going to die? Did you re- did you really get your life flashing before your eyes? Yes. What I was the What was the best bit that popped up? Uh, it was nothing much because it was only nine years old. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, nothing much. Nothing else until that. Oh yeah, yeah. And how did they? How did they? They they what? Dragged you out of the water? Did you get um, the kiss of life? Um, I don't know. No. <laughs> I don't remember. Hey, they have the kiss of life. Why don't they have the kiss of death? You should see some of the girls I've been out with. Thanks very much indeed. I'm here all week. I'm literally here all week. It's my job.
Um, okay, so that was that was um, that was good. Has it made you on a serious note? He said with the Halloween theme music still playing in the background. Has it m- changed your outlook and your attitude to life? Yes, very much. Because uh, I now believe in a life after death. And it was a really a catchy experience. It was in a peace. It was very peaceful, great. I, I lost it. <laughs> I'm not convinced that she isn't dead and she's a ghost. It's a very ghostly... I mean, great. It's an ethereal voice. What was the other story you had for us this evening, Jasmine? And thank you for sharing that with us. Thank you. Um, the other story is when I was in a drug. You were in a drug? And I when I went to work and I was ill. She was ill at work. Oh, go on. What happened at work? Go on. This is great. All right. Uh, once upon a time, I was sitting in an office. <laughs> and, um... Oh, man! Right, can I just stop you there? <laughs> Everybody that phones in with a true life story has to start it with once, once upon, upon a time. Because no one starts true life <laughs> stories like that. And they should, because we all know that is, the, that is the greatest way to start any story. Once upon a time. All right, it's okay, Jasmine. So, so start it again with once upon a time, please. All right, so once upon a time, I was sitting in an office at work. Yes. And then all of a sudden, I mean, completely out of the blue, I was feeling extremely sick. Yeah. And then I told my mate, um, but he didn't believe me. And then the next minute, I really had, as a thought now, I really have to throw up. And so I had to use the waste paper pin. Yeah. And that was pretty embarrassing. And, your, and as soon as your friend saw it, he just, uh, he just went, Yeah, I am out of here! that kind of guy um, <laughs> and after I did vomit in that bin and the other people in the office tell me to go to the toilet yes. so I walked to the door to get there Yes. and then they shouted at me take the bin with you wow. so I had to go back to pick the bin up and then when I was at the door again I opened the door and then I had to throw up again wow. in the bin and all the time... So in the same bin, or a different bin? No, in the same. OK, fine. <laughs> That's good. Consistency. We like that. Um, And then what happened? Um, then a friend of mine walked by, yeah. and then he did take me to the toilet. Yeah. And when we were in that toilet room, I started crying because I felt so bad. And a few minutes later... He decided to call his boss, and then she arrived and went also in the toilet room, and then she saw the bin and said, you don't have to use the bin for that because there's a toilet for that. And that was very embarrassing. Wow. The word, the, <laughs> wow. I mean, gosh, I, I've, got, I've got one question. Can I, one question I want to ask you on the back of that story, Jasmine. Of course. If you had to sleep with a cartoon animal... Which one would it be? And it can be a Swiss one that we've um, never heard of. <laughs> no, I fancy Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Bugs Bunny. I can see that. You, you say no, Catherine. No, he's too sarky. <laughs> yeah, that, but you like, a, you like a, a laugh, don't you, Jasmine? I can tell. Yeah, of course. OK. Well, listen, thank you. So we've not spoken. How long have you been listening to this show for? Um, since you came back from the channel. Oh, well, listen, it's, I'm so glad you found us. Thank you so much for calling, and we'll speak again soon. Thank you. 
Yes, of course. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, there we go. That's what I want. That what a great caller. It was so worth going. It was so worth getting bullied by those assholes uh, and eating a pig's vagina. So I got to speak to Jasmine. That was it. That was it. That was the reason for doing it. What a great call. I mean, a weird call. I'm going to be honest. Very weird. Um, but a great call. Um, and that is how this show works, dear listener. You can call in about absolutely anything you want. Jasmine wanted to get two completely unconnected stories off her chest. Um, and she did, and it was, it was, and you can do that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You've got to be over thirty tonight, um, otherwise um, you won't be allowed on. Good evening. We got we got a really good way of uh, working out your age. We ask you. Good evening, Lorraine. Hi there. How old are you, Lorraine? Old enough. I'm more than qualified, Ian. 1962. Flip it! She's ancient. Oh my God! Does Nurse know that you're calling us? Yeah, I've got permission. She <laughs> dialed for me. I'm taking the mic. She's only 11 years older than me. Only 11. It's nothing. It's nothing. I'm going to be 45 <laughs> this year, Lorraine. <gasps> 45. Right, my dad died five years ago, right? So I was 39 when my dad died. I'm going to be, in, the, in five years' time, I'm going to be 50. What is going on? Oh, oh you have no moment? Yeah, no? Yeah, I was, I was reading in the papers last week, and we had some people saying this on the show a couple of weeks ago, but dad bods, dad bodies, not dead bodies, dad, <laughs> dad. daddy bodies. Okay. Are in. I know. Pierce Brosnan's got a dad bod now. Um, well, he's a pensioner, isn't he? Where do I? I've got granddad a, bod. Granddad bod. I was watching um, Naked Attraction. Yeah. And sadder still, I was watching a repeat of Naked Attraction oh, yeah. that I've already seen. <laughs> and uh, she was talking about uh, dad bods. Seventy percent of women prefer a dad bod to a muscular one. And do you know what? Uh, the other thing, yeah. you'll live longer with a dad bod than a pumped up one. Well, here's the thing about um, pumped up bodies, Lorraine. Right. <laughs> and I'm glad I never put the effort in because. You and I, and I, I, I twigged this really early on because I did use. To, I sometimes I go and see a personal trainer, but quite early on in my exercising career, I twigged that if I were to get buff, right, <laughs> to stay buff, you have you're in. You have you to have do to that every day yeah. for the rest of your life. Even otherwise, at some point. It's going to sag. Yeah. It's going to sag. <laughs> and it, 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 so that's when I, I really kind of knocked exercise on the head because I thought it's better to have a naturally sagging, unfit body than a buff body that sag because that looks worse than the, than the former. So that is yeah. why um, I'm still paying 20 quid a month for that, Jim. I'll have to knock that on the head. I'll spend that on um, smokes. Anyway, not smokes. I'm joking. Not I'm, I'm Heroin, I mean. L- Lorraine, what did you call in for? <laughs> I did call in about um, sexy cartoon animals. Yep, go on. Um, my ch- and then I, I had a w- once upon a time moment as well when I was listening to Jasmine's call. Yeah, oh yeah. But my sexy cartoon yeah. animal would be Eeyore. Oh. Now that's an animal with a dad bod, isn't it? <laughs> wow. He's very depressed. He needs cheering up. And, and also hung like a donkey. Oh, Catherine! Yeah. No! <laughs> no! Yes, of course, obviously. Oh, for God's sakes, no! No, you're better than you're better than that. I'm Actually, not, she's not I'm better really than not. that. 
I apologise. I apologise profusely. That is not... But guess who's got Guess who's got an Ofcom out of the two of us? And it ain't me. That's right. And now she's going to have a second one. Thanks a lot, buddy. There you go. And, and if you got bored, you could always play Pin the Tail on the Donkey. Thank you very much for calling. I don't even know what that means. Outrageous. Are you going to apologise to the boys and girls at home? No. Let's go to a break. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. You see how much better it is without the 29s and unders calling in. They drag us down. Don't they? Well, you dragged us down in that last bit, in all honesty, but... but I'm very much like an under 30s. I am... Oh, <laughs> I am... I am... I am hauling us. I'm hauling us up to the, um, the, uh, helicopter that is, uh, is, is rescuing us from the abyss of your... What? Your filthy mind. Um, good evening, Nigel! Ian, how's it going? How old are you? Uh, are you on speakerphone, mate? No, that's, um, that's me on my phone phone, sorry. Okay. How old are you, Nigel? Uh, 40, oh my God, 48, 40, 48 or 49, I think. Hey, whoa, whoa, hang on a second. Here's an interesting thing. When I, was at, when I was at school, lots of Pakistani and Indian and Bangladeshi kids, right? And the conversation is, it kind of does with kids, I don't know, how old is, how old is your mum? Oh, and quite a lot of them... Birthdays aren't a they thing. They didn't know. Birthdays no. are not a thing. And it was... A lot of them, their parents... So this was in the 80s. So they were second... What we call second generation of their parents yeah. had come over. And so their parents were only really aware of their kids' birthdates because they needed to, mm-hmm. to be part of the British system. But the parents and the grandparents didn't have a clue when their birthdays were. Yasmin Khan, who works here, yeah. told me she just, he's not sure how old her sister is. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Isn't it funny? So, are you, well, so what we're saying, Nigel, is we think you're Bangladeshi. Um, I don't know if your mum and dad know that. Yeah, close. What? Well, it's a very Bangladeshi name, you know. But yeah. That's what, got. what you got for yeah, us, I, Nigel? I want to ask a man of your fantastic talent. Yes, um, we ha- I play in a brass band. We need a motivational speech. We had a good layer. I sort of did a motivational speech before each contest, and last year we had a pretty good, pretty good year last year, and we won quite a few things. But um. Yeah. Sort of running out of ways to motivate us in the speech before we go on stage. I'm just wondering if you've uh, any fresh ideas. I, I've got a great idea, and um, you don't need to do a speech. What you do um, is you get um, uh, a little bit of cocaine and you put it on the rims, <laughs> their blow holes. So when they blow, it just. Kath's looking at me and making the, the slitting the throat thing. What are you saying? What I'm saying is, okay, that while that might yield immediate effects, then it's not a good idea. 20 minutes in, it's going to start getting a bit ragey. Yeah, you're right. 22 minutes is all we need, you know? That's, yeah, you know, maybe that's not a good idea because they might come down halfway through the song and that really is, uh, <laughs> that really is going to be. Um, you'll be finished in 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, drug humour. Um, well, um, what I would do. Oh! I know what I'd do, is... I'm going to ask something that's politically incorrect. Do you mind? Far away. Is there anybody in your team that's a fat man? Yeah, there's a couple of guys here. Right, this is what you do. You get the blow... What do you call the thing that you blow in? Mouthpiece. Mouthpiece, yeah. You get the fat man to strip naked, you put it up at his bum and you play him. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I actually thought it and said it. You play him. Now, you might have to cheat. He might have to make the noise out of his mouth. He might have to make the noise himself. But so you strip strip him off. He puts his willy between his legs. Oh, my God. The the (laughs) mouthpiece up his bum and you blow... And someone, or someone plays his willy. I know. And he goes, 
I know how you motivate them. Say if they don't play well, it's their turn to play them next. There you go! <laughs> how does that work, Nigel? Can you see yourself doing that? Yeah, well, the problem is there's a couple of kids in the van, so... Really not. Retract! Retract, retract it out of there. Um... What do, I tell you what we're going to do. Right, hang on a minute. Um, Can you offer them money? No, no, no. I know what we're going to do. Yeah, no, I want to hear... I want to hear your... Um, I want to hear your motivational speech, OK? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, going to... Come on. I use key cards. You know, I'm, I'm not there. Shut up, man. Shut up. And I'm post. Shut up. I want to hear it. Hang on. I'm going to get some good music. We're going to get some... <laughs> I'm going to get some inspirational music. And you're going to... I'm not actually as much as I want to say. Here we go. (laughs) Come on, Nigel, let's hear it. Inspire us. Come on, Nigel, this is really. Remember today, we've got to concentrate. We've got a short, short piece. We've got some, uh, some. God, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of what I said. Um, There's no need to panic. No need to stress, no need to worry. You've got to control your mind. You've just got to tell yourself, relax, breathe deeply, and make music. All that's remember, what all of us do, this is because we love doing what we do. We just love playing music. Every single one of us gets a huge amount of time. And personal time to play in the first little boys, and for what? To sit for 12 minutes and have some stranger say horrible things about us? No, very about them. We do it because we love playing. We love we love our instruments, and we love being really good at what we do. That's why they're the first door boys. That's something like that. And if you don't do good, then we're going to put a mouthpiece up Trevor's bum, and you're going to play him! <laughs> hey, that was all right. It was good, Nigel. Ditch the cue cards yeah. is my tip. Ditch the cue cards. Go in there and speak from the heart. Speak passionately. Ditch the cue yeah, cards. Yeah. Have a couple of things in your head you want to say, but speak passionately. You said... But then you've got to call it, when you get caught up in the moment, you're just sitting there and you've that many things, you're about to go on stage to play yourself. Yeah, you know, and you maybe represent your country or something like that. It's pretty tough. Wow, he's representing Bangladesh when he plays. I didn't <laughs> I, I didn't realise. I didn't realise. Nigel, speak you've got to speak with the whole thing with, with with music and with performance and with comedy and with theatre and with doing the radio and with, with, with making art whatever it is. It's got to come from the heart, brother. You got to, it's got to come from the heart. So whatever you yeah, say, an entertainment, an entertainment. We've got to entertain the public. We get the more. Forget the public. Forget the public. Forget it's you. If, if, if whatever you say, as long as it comes from the heart, then they'll they'll connect with it, man. That's it. That's all you've got to do. All right. Okay. Thank you, Nigel. When's your next competition? Uh, Saturday. Well, let, give us a call next week. Let us know how it goes. All right. Good man. Best luck, mate. Cheers. There we go. What a nice fella. Bangladeshi hornblower, um, inspiring people. It was good. That was good. He was a little bit nervous at the start. And then once he got into it, <sighs> passion. He needs to threaten to crack some skulls. That's what I'd say. Again, there's kids in there. All right, gently bring them together. High speed. I think you could play a man with a, 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 a mouthpiece up his bum. I think you could. I think I could definitely get a noise out of him. <laughs> Let's go to Sarah. Good evening, Sarah. 
Hello. Hi, Ian. How old are you, Sarah? Hello, Sarah. 32, my friend. What year were you born, my friend? 1985. I'll buy that. I'm going to buy that for a dollar. Okay, fine. Uh, What have you got for Sarah? Nigel sounds hot. Whoa! There is something really... Ooh. I was about to back mm. off there, but but we've got it's it's, it's thirty and over. It it's not be. even it's not even eighteens and over. It's thirty and over. It's like mums and dads mm. and spinsters. We I'm, can. D- I'm not. I'm, no, he, he, his accent. Oh wow. Yeah, that Bangladeshi oh. accent, man. It reads <laughs> hot, hot, hot. He's <laughs> <laughs> sorry. No. No. Okay. Oh dear, I sounded like a smoker then. That laugh. Um. <sighs> I went Stop. out. <laughs> Too much energy. Does sound really Too much energy. Much. Well, yeah. anyway, go on. So, yeah. Anyway, um, a, a character's cartoon character. Cart a cartoon animal that you'd have sex with if you had yes. to. Um, Mufasa from The Lion King. Oh. I don't know. I don't know that that film that well. The dad from The Lion King. Okay. Oh, he's he's got a hot accent as well. He just sounds lovely. He sounds like he's he's, he's big. He's muscular. He would look after you. Isn't he James Earl Jones? No idea. Let me look him up. Do look it up, but, oh. Yeah, it is. You know who who else his his voice is? Darth Vader. Oh, Oh, okay. All right, here we go. I'll tell you who I'd go gay for. Oh, God, here we go. (laughs) Um, I'd go um, gay for Baloo the Bear. Oh, I'd go gay for Baloo. Because we'd have a laugh. We'd have have a little wrestle, a little kiss and a cuddle. And then we just trash. laugh at the ridiculousness of it, and we, then we'd sing yeah. a song, and then we'd laugh, and then we'd make love because it'd uh, be more, it would be more relaxed and natural that way. We weren't trying to force well, it. He's quite big though; his tummy might get in he's the a, way. He's, he's a bear, isn't he? Mm. In, in yeah. both senses of the word. Would you show him your bear necessities? Whoa! Oy, Whoa. Kath, that was legend. Um, um, yep. Mm. Don't that, call that, Kath, that, don't that, call that. Kath legend. That's um, that's that's, um, that's demeaning. No, it's demeaning to real legends like um, like. Uh, Jesus, Batman, and um, Shira. It's demeaning to those guys. You're talking about Jesus. I've got a um, Jesus action figure. Right, hang on a second. Right, mm. someone's tweeting now. I'm not allowed to listen to talk radio's late night alternative with Ian Lee over thirties only. It's not what we said. No. Of course you can listen. <laughs> this is why I don't want them phoning in, because they're Just, stupid. They ruin it every time. They ruin it. You can listen. Like you can't phone in. Under 30, yeah. you can... 29, of course you can listen. We need all the listeners we can get. We're going to turn listeners away. We're turning callers away. All we're asking for is that you don't burden us with your stupid questions. I tell you all I'm asking for is just to show me little respect to me. Oh, that was good, Ian. Yeah, I know it was good. Don't tell him that. That was good. Yeah, Kath was going to laugh, and then she swallowed the laugh, and out came a look of pride. Gay pride. I'm still thinking of Baloo the Bear, sorry. Mm. Um, so, I, I, on a serious note, I yeah. went out tonight. Yeah. I came back in time for your radio show, obviously. All right, weirdo. And I, I, I thought, I'll go out, it'll be fun. It'll be fun, they said. Go and play poker. It'll be fun, they said. And I've come back feeling really low. Well, do you know how to really play poker? down in the dumps. Yes, I do. Did you Did you win money? No, but um, there was a bust-out prize, so I won some... Uh, a prize. There was a buster prize? Bust-out prize. So whatever number you bust out on, you get a prize. What? Is that Texas Hold'em, yeah? Seven-card stud? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, seven-card stud, OK. 
than that. So, but I just, I get, so, I mean, I'm on antidepressants and everything, but I just find I'm getting really annoyed by little things that people do. Yeah, because people are, um, are, are awful. As soon as, awful, as, soon as we have a nuclear war and every, everyone's gone except for me, then the world mm. will be a much better place. That's, uh, I'm just speaking fact. I, I, it's, it's, I just, oh, I just, I just have to look at somebody and go, I do not like you, we are not going to get on. I well, don't even have to talk to you them. You say it out loud. Really? No, do you? No, of course Oh, you internalise. No, I keep you it in my head. Yeah. But I just think in my head, I, I'm, I just look at somebody, I just know I'm not going to like them. Because well, they're like, How bad is that? Yeah, no, it's fine. I know that it's the same thing. I'm looking oh. at someone now knowing I'm not going to like them. <laughs> I was correct. Um, just, just, just forget mm. it. It's Monday. Who cares? I had a. Oh, I, I can't. Oh, I, I, I had a, I've been to Bogner today. I haven't been to That's Bogner nice. since 1978, and um, doing something really for Luz, Bogner. Bogner Regis on the south coast. I thought it was on the east coast, but it's on the south coast. Uh. And um, I was two other people were working there, and I was. I, I, I probably. I was a lot of. A lot of people told me that they were quite difficult to work with, including swearing in front of children and demanding mm-hmm. who was going to pay for their effing cab. Um, mm-hmm. But I probably can't say who it is, so um, that's the end of that anyway, story. Anyway, uncalled for. Uncalled for. Sarah, we've got to go. Thanks very much. Uh, Jonathan, Matt uh, and uh, David Babcock. Uh, yeah. Oh, OK, this is Dad. All right. Hmm? Uh, 0344 We've got these three people coming up next You could be uh, uh, after them As long as you're 30 years or over You can listen if you're 29 or younger You absolute idiots 0344 The Late Night Alternative With Ian Lee On Talk Radio We have ways of making you talk
we go. That, dear listener, is um, a classic, classic tune. Classic tune, Erasure there. Um, I've just tweeted Erasure and I've invited them on the show. Good. That, that's the kind of... Didn't we invite them on the show before? No. I'm sure we... Um, not Erasure. I'm not, I'm not saying they've been on. I'm saying we invited them. No. I'm sure I tweeted them. It just it, the, the things that pop up on um, YouTube. This is entitled... Um, mean, but Over 30s only can call in. You can listen if you're kids, but otherwise we're not interested tonight. Mean Mary playing fast banjo. Let's listen to Mean Mary. There we go. Do you know this song? I'm married a month in the month of June. Every day about a moon. Every day on Cripple Creek. I've been down there just about a week. Well, I'm going down the Cripple Creek, going up. She's... She's speeding up, going on the Crick Creek, going some fun. I'm going down the Crick Creek to have a little fun. Going down the Crick Creek to have some fun. Yeah, she's speeding up there, and that's that's showing it's mean off. Of her, isn't it? That's mean. showing off for this. Let's go to the home of uh, the Banjords. It's uh, Matt. Good evening, Matt. <laughs> Absolutely awful. When it comes to something, Matthew, when the Brits are doing the yeehaws better than the Yanks. Yeehaw! I apologise, Matt. You're better than us. That's just a woman screaming because someone's put their um, apple pie on your hoo-ha. What? Hmm? There's an image. Matt, what have you got for us? I'm slightly offended, but we'll, continue, we'll move on. Oh. I am actually quite happy tonight because as a 35-year-old male who has felt over the last year or two just certain moments where I have felt just getting older, comparing myself to the 20-somethings, yeah. I am so happy that yeah. this is an over-30 night. Forget all the 20-somethings. Who cares about them? It is our time to shine tonight. The older people of the world. Rousing speech, although technically you're still a baby at the age of 35, but a rousing, passionate speech, Matt. Thank you. I am so happy. That's pretty much the only reason why I wanted to call tonight. I waited online on hold for 45 minutes just to say that. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Oh, fine. Well, should I cut you off? Um, uh, actually, you know what? Oh! Would... He's doubling down. He's doubling down. I'm okay. doubling down. Yeah. With your um, very riveting topic tonight of um, cartoon animals that yep. you would um, have uh, relations with. Yep, sexual relations. My original answer was going to be no, but the, the more I thought about it. Come on. I think it would be Minnie Mouse. Oh, oh prim, or... prissy, and proper. Why does that work for you? Two reasons. Number one, growing up, I'm from one of those obnoxious American families that went to Walt Disney World every single year instead of traveling the world. Our, our sense of world culture was traveling around yeah. Epcot Center and, and drinking from these tiny little fake countries. It's a small world after all. So, and Yeah, so that, that, I'm, that kind of really annoyed me by the time I was 16, so I'm kind of sick and tired of Mickey Mouse, so just to stick it to the other mouse would be kind of happy. Well, it was to stick it, literally. Uh, here's the know. thing, here's the thing. When we, took, we went to yeah. Euro Disney, which I know is not anywhere near as good as your Disney's, but please, just, just give us that for a moment and when, while we're still part <laughs> of Europe. And we must have gone Fair. three years ago, so my youngest must have been about three, and um, he had a real crush, real crush on Minnie Mouse, right? And we went, we paid way over the odds, to eat in this really awful restaurant where they just serve you pizza and chips, and it's like 30 quid a head. But the gimmick is, it's it's in Disneyland, is that throughout the meal, all the characters come out two at a time, right? 
And, and Pinocchio came out and the kids got up and you get their autographs and they, they hug and pictures and all of that. It was great. And, and um, a Donald came out and, yeah, that was cool. And then Minnie Mouse came and stood behind my youngest and we went, look, 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 look who's, be- look, look who's behind you. And he turned round and he blushed. His face went bright red because the, the, the woman of his dreams was stood there while he was eating pizza. It was wonderful. So she does it to, uh, to three-year-old boys and 35-year-old men, Matt. It gets, she gets their hearts a-fluttering. There's a second reason why I would, but before I do that, yeah. you made me think of this. A friend of mine just got back from there and took a video. I, I don't know if you've seen this or not. When they do the character meetups now, the the costumes have moving eyes, oh. and there is someone either it, with the person in the costume or someone on the outside is pushing buttons. No. So the co- the character actually interacts with the kids now and has responses and all. What do you mean the character? Because because what do you mean the character reacts to the kids? Because they like wave and stuff. And... Yeah. Yeah, they do. They have, uh, and there's some preset lines to kind of get the conversation or have the kids doing things like. Oh, the so they make they talk to Oh. Yeah, because we had to do yeah, that. It's oh, I think Mickey. When you watch I think it. Mickey Mouse has lost his voice today. Yeah, they've got. They've, it's because they're talking all the time. They've lost their voices. That's what it is. I tell you, was we? Um, yeah. um, Snow White was there, but it's just, just a girl. Yeah, just a girl. I've told you about how they select people, haven't I? Um, no. Yeah, my sister used to um, be casting ca- couch. Cabin does, crew. Does Mickey cast no. Then no. my sister used to be cabin crew, and one of her colleagues <laughs> like that, they, eh? used to work at um, yes. Euro Disney. Yes. And he said on the first day they get all the newbies lined up, yep. and they go along with a clipboard, and they'll say, "Fur, fur, face, face, fur." And it's if you're not attractive enough to have your face uncovered, you're, you're a fur. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So just... now people who are ex Disney refer to ugly people as furs. Wow. <laughs> My ex, yeah, my ex actually uh, made that joke with me because she worked for Disney for a few years. Oh, she called you a fur. Yeah. Hey, can I say something? That was pretty much near the end. Can I? Can we go off on a tangent, Matt? Right. Please. So I'm having a shower yesterday, and I'm looking down. Right. And I'm thinking, for the first time ever in my life, right? I'm thinking. Have I got any nail scissors? Because I'm going to have a little trim of that. Oh, God. Yeah, no. And here's the thing. I didn't have any nail scissors, so I didn't have a little trim of it. But for the first time ever, I thought, I'm going to have a little, you know, like a bonsai tree. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was going to do, you know, you know, and it's it's all you, the bonsai tree, you're supposed to just close your eyes and feel it. I wasn't going to close my eyes and feel it, not with scissors. Um, around the, hello, but um, uh, I'm here. Uh, do you now? You're you're young. You're ten years young, and I know that I know that Sam's got no pubic hair because they all shave it off now. They all they all sh- it's all gone. Kids don't you know? Kids phrase that slightly better. Millennials. <laughs> Millennials don't know what pubes are. Millennials. Right. So Matt, you're you, you're sort of bridging the gap, right? What are your pubes like? Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. Um, Hmm, okay. So, well, the weird part is I'm actually right at that edge point of a millennial. I'm yep. one of the very first early millennials, okay. or because I think it's like 1980, 1981, 1982. So I'm kind of like that first early on. Okay. I, I do make sure it is clean and tidy down there, because if anyone is to come it's... down and visit, I want to make sure that there's an enjoyable experience. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. It's clean. Yeah. I, I'll keep mine clean. There's no, there's no question about the hygiene. But when you say tidy, are you having a little um, trim, trim, true? 
more like a trim. Yeah, I wouldn't do the. I, I know people that have done the full razor, and that just the oh, thought feel, of putting that near anything. Oh God, no, hell no. Oh never God, if I if I went but, bald down there, I feel I'd feel sorry for it. It would look it would look ridiculous. Poor old thing. Last turkey in the shop. Yeah, it really wouldn't be. Um, Plus, also. I don't think you can, if you want to do the full ma- uh, dad bod, like you were talking yeah. about earlier, yeah. you can't do a full shave anyway. You kind of have to keep a little bit of that manly that manly element of it. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's just a thought out there, guys. It's just a thought. Um, if, uh, if I'm going to put it on and start a petition, if it gets 100,000 votes, they'll have to discuss it in the Houses of Parliament, and then I'll see what Theresa May says about my pubic hair. Um, Matt, you said you had a I'm, I'm an American. If I signed it, does it count? Yeah, yeah. of course it does, mate. Just put down a British address. No one notices. Fake it. Fake it to make well, it. I'm, I'm, I'm visiting in a couple of weeks and spending about a month and a half over there, so I'll just use that address. Okay, I, won't, we'll I, won't, I, won't, I won't be showing you, mate. That would be inappropriate. What was your final point? Oh, the second point of why uh, Minnie Mouse. Because Mickey's rich. So if Minnie and I have an affair and get away with it, I can, I, she can take all that money, I can get my hands on it, and, and life would be good. Matt, thank you very much indeed. I don't know if you know the, the um, uh, um, Beyonce song, um, Irreplaceable. Um, I know it was reversed there, but she, um, uh, um, she owned the house. The car was that, that he was driving was in her name, and I think Mickey operates a very tight ship like that as well. 0344 499 1000. It really is the show of all shows tonight. You don't want to miss this one, guys. Uh, it's absolute classic Lee. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Hey, hey, hey. Over 30s only tonight, guys. 30 and over. Let's be clear there. 30 and over. 29 and under, you can listen. Um, but I don't want you to call in. And I did, when I said this last week, and I, I always say that the reason I don't do these things when I say them on the show, because I said this like f- Thursday, I think, last week. The reason I didn't go, well, let's do it for the rest of the show is because I think, oh, God, it'll be such hard work and we won't get any calls. That's why I always throw it ahead. And then I hope I forget. But then someone reminds me on Twitter yeah. and I go, oh, we, we might as well have a go. Um, we've had more calls than we normally get. And they've all been bloody good. They've all been bloody good calls. They've all been bloody good calls, Captain. I'm Brian Walden. Yeah. Here's an impression for the over 30s. I'm Brian Walden. And this week on the Brian Walden show. He used to scare me a bit. Yes. It, I, I, he had to pronounce Widow's Peak, didn't he? Which is the trademark of everybody. Okay, okay here we go. People who've got uh, uh, Widow's Peaks. Let's uh, the poker. We'll play it. You go first. Okay, Dracula. All right, Brian Walden. I've got two. I've got two great ones. <clears throat> oh, that um, that that snooker player that yeah. looks like Dracula. Ray Reardon. Ray Reardon. Yeah, he was a pool player who was just quite good at snooker. Right. He was a pool because pool, you whack it. Yeah. Um, Gene Simmons from Kiss. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, who else? <clears throat> Why do they call them Widow's Peaks? I have no idea. I tell you what, you talk to David Babcock Senior and I'll tweet it. Hello, David Babcock Senior. Ask him his age because I'm not sure. Hello. This guy. Yep. Um, hello. Oh, he does sound elderly. You're fair enough. How old are you, David Babcock Senior? Well, well, I've just uh, snuck under the uh, limit on thirty-one. Oh goodness! You sound and you sound much more mature. Oh, well, well, thank you, uh, Claire. Okay. What did you want to say? I don't know. Uh, ringing in because I'm 
I'm over 31. OK, well done. And what else? Um, uh, well... Da- David? Yeah, is that David Babcock? Because I'll I tell you why, I need to speak to him, because I've got a really important, well-paid job that's going to pay £2,000, but I need to speak to him tonight. Is he there? Well, unfortunately... Oh, well, then, then the £2,000 job uh, will go to yeah. someone else. Hang, uh, hang on a second. Jonathan, do, are you free to take David Babcock's £2,000 job? <laughs> of course. All right, it, well, Jonathan will do it then, Dave, unless David Babcock can speak to me in the next five seconds. I'm, af- I'm afraid. Uh, you, you don't believe it. He's right, gone. You've got the job. There isn't Actually, there isn't a job. It was a ruse, a it clever was, ruse. It was a ruse. Evening, Jonathan. Did your um, games console turn up? No, it's supposed to come tomorrow. Oh, I was looking at that over the weekend. That's very tasty, and uh, my friend Will was, um, was mightily impressed that you got a black one. Uh, so it's at that look. They look very tasty. I must admit, I brought in my PlayStation Four into work today, and Catherine and I were streaming um, uh, Twisted Metal, mm. the classic PS2 game where you've got to drive cars and shoot at each other. I destroyed Catherine. The only time she got one kill was when I drove my motorbike off a mountain. Well, overconfident. That was disappointing. Um, and I've downloaded for tomorrow's streaming fun. Parappa the Rapper and an old um, karate game for the Neo Geo. Remember the Neo Geo? Oh, yeah, I remember I that. used to have a Neo Geo. Great little handheld console. And we've downloaded a karate game. It's like um, Karate Fighter 1998 for the Neo Geo. So tomorrow evening, guys, uh, about 9 o'clock, we're going to be streaming that on my YouTube channel. Um, be there or be very, very square. What you got for us, Jonathan? Um, well, funny you should mention that uh, 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 console because there is a, a UK equivalent of it oh, for yeah. the Sinclair Spectrum. Oh, now, okay, there is this. There was this, the, the Spectrum Vega, which came out about four years ago. I'm going to say maybe three years ago. It was made in Luton, and um, it, I bought one, and it was it was a little bit disappointing. And then they were making a handheld one. Um, and it was it was all um, uh, crowdfunded, and it was supposed to come out two years ago, and it didn't. And then the people that were making it split, and some of the people walked away and said, well, I can't work with them. And apparently it's coming out in April. Is that the one you're talking about? No, I'm talking oh. about a, a different project. Oh, go um, on then. The, the ZX Spectrum Next. Oh, go on, go on, tell me more. It's... Uh, it's a FPGA-based uh, uh, Sinclair Spectrum with uh, double CPU and HD connection. You're, um, you're making me really, really horny. Um, where, is it out yet, or is it early, is it early stages? Well, well this, this, this is one of my regrets. Um, it, it was a Kickstarter project. Right, right. And those who... Who funded it? Get first dibs. Oh, man. there is, I think, a kit version coming out at some point. But oh, I don't want that. I, 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 in hindsight, I do regret not uh, chipping in and getting a, a fully constructed one. Uh, so the dev kit. Oh no, you can, dude, you can buy one. They're selling can them you? on the website. There's the kit for a hundred and nineteen pounds plus VAT. So, right, so it's one hundred and forty-two pounds. There's the ZX Spectrum Next computer for £252, 
or the accelerated computer for the 330? Let's have a little look at that. Uh, the fully expanded ZX Spectrum Next, including accelerator board, real-time clock and Wi-Fi, ready for gaming, programming and anything else. Oh, mate, stop phoning up and telling me things that I think I want to buy that I don't want to buy. Oh, it gets worse than that. Go on. <laughs> Go on. Because it, because it runs on FPGA, yes. the uh, FPGA chips can be reconfigured oh. to uh, simulate the hardware Sex. of other machines, like the Commodore 64, the Amstrad, the Atari 8-bits. Maybe even uh, the eight-bit consoles. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, right, because it looks sexy, but I can't afford. I, I can't afford. I can't justify spending. I've got a raspberry. We'll get. We'll stop getting geeky and just give us a little geek off for a second. I bought a Raspberry Pi that's got um, um, loads of different emulators. It's got Dreamcast and Beat and Spectrums and and Wonder Swan and all. So I've kind of got all of that already. So me going and buying another little geeky thing like that would be... Um, it would, it would just yeah, be... but the problem with uh, Raspberry Pi is that it's not 100% accurate. Oh, because it's because it's, um, it, uh, you're... Um, uh, what's the word? Simulating. Not emulating. Thank, emulating. Software, software emulation, whereas the FPGAs simulate the electronic currents. Oh, dear God. Um, Jonathan, um, thank you for that. Let us know when the thing arrives and how it goes. OK. Good luck. Cheers, mate. Thank you. 0344 499 is the telephone number. Mike! Hello there. Good evening. Hello there, Mike. Good evening. How old are you, Mike? Uh, 63, this dude. Whoa! What year were you born? 1955. Thank you very much indeed. Well done, Mike. You pass, you pass the test. Uh, the reason I rang is just to say that um, I've uh, tuned in uh, over the last few nights. I'm being visually impaired. Okay. I've uh, enjoyed your shows. I totally enjoy them. You keep me company yeah. in the evenings, and uh, it's absolutely brilliant. Well, hey, listen, man, also... thank you. How did you, f- how did you find us? Uh, I've got a DAB uh, radio from yep. the uh, visually impaired, so yep. that the... Uh, the blind uh, give us. And I was going up the stations and some talk All right. radio. So. Hang on a minute. Because that's twice you've mentioned visually impaired, and I find that fascinating. So, what you, you, you. Sorry, did you say that your DAB radio is especially for the visually impaired? Uh, this one, yes. Because it's got large uh, buttons on there. Oh. And it also tells me what stations I'm listening to. Oh, so if you tune to a station, it, it, does it say out loud the name of the station? Uh, yes. Isn't that clever? So good. It, yes. I tell you what, I've, I tell you what, my friend Mackenzie got me ages ago. He bought me this watch because um, I said I really liked it. I've never got around to wearing it, but it's a piece of art. And you get talking watches, but this is a watch. I'll, I'll bring it in. I'll bring it in tomorrow because I'm going home. So it's a big watch, and um, you've got where the, the hands would be. You've got like sort of a, um, a ball bearing, and so you feel. The ball bearing, where the ball, and you can kind of pull it, and you can feel where the ball bearing is, and it's. Uh, I've seen those. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. A bit trendy. They are. They're very good. A bit trendy. So, um, so you've been listening to us, and the last few nights, and, and I enjoy it. Did, have you? What? What have you liked? Tell me what you've liked and what you've not liked, and be honest with us, Mike. We want it. We can uh, only get better by hearing your honest feedback. I am, but I enjoy everything you talk about, to be honest with you. There's some nonsense that you talk about, but... Uh, what? Uh, 
um, there are uh, some good subjects that you've uh, brought up as well over the last few weeks, you know, uh, I can't think of them, oh, but uh, no. this yourself and I listen to uh, the lady in the mornings, no. Julia Hartley Brewer. No, I, uh, I can only apologise. Absolutely brilliant. What the heck? Well, I'm glad I'm glad you're enjoying it, Mike, um, and uh, and I'm glad you found us. So so um, so spread the word. How how bad? Can I ask how bad is your eyesight? What what can you see and what can't you see? Um, I can see so far. Um, uh, I have to have a magnifying glass to read um, to read small print. Yeah. Um, I, like I say, I get help from uh, social services. Uh, uh, but as uh, but as uh, like I say, I could see so far, yeah. and then, uh, I need help with. Uh, I use a simple cane to go out because okay. it doesn't keep me in. I like to get out and about, and uh, I help out on a, uh, on a housing association. Okay, okay, Cause, can, right, okay. Well, this brings me on to my next question: What cartoon animal <laughs> would you like to sleep with? Uh, the lady from uh, the one from Lady of the Tramp. He likes a bit of posh. Hey, he's going for yeah. Lady. You, you can recreate yeah. that spaghetti scene. Yes, <laughs> I've forgotten about Lady. She's very posh. Hey, Mike. Well, she listen, is. man. I'm glad you found us. We're on. This show is on Monday to Friday, ten o'clock till one o'clock. Um, uh, spread the word, man. Thank you. And uh, before you go, you yes. were talking about Ray Reardon, and I met Ray Reardon because uh, oh. he was born in the next valley over to where I, uh, oh. I was born. Um, it... he, was bo- he was from Tredegar, uh, and I was born in Evervale. Am I right? He, he was a pool player, wasn't he? He was indeed, yes. Who was who got quite well, he got really good at snooker, but he was it, but pool was his thing, and you see, because on the snooker he was quite slow, but you saw him playing pool, and boy, he was whacking them balls in. He was, he used to, yes, I can, uh, he was brilliant at uh, snooker because he'd been in fight. Uh, all the, right, uh, then, well, if we're going on the theory that because you're, the, you're, you're both Welsh, you know Ray Reardon, well, then you must know Terry Griffiths as well, then. Uh, no, he's from Swanetley, and uh, oh, I've never met him. I've met, I've met one or two stars in my time, but uh, uh, I've met Val Dunican, oh. the late great Ray Moore. The uh, DJ, yeah, and the late Terry Wogan. Have you ever met um, um, Sherry Hewson or Amanda Barry? Uh, no, I okay. never. Yeah, probably, 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 probably best you, you, you don't. Mike, thank you for that, mate. We'll speak again soon. I hope so, and thank you very much. Uh, Cheers, fella. Yeah, uh, Absolute me, pleasure. Man. Absolute pleasure, mate. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, that's strange. He likes us. And Julia Hartley Brewer. I, I, that, 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 that portion of the Venn diagram is very, very small. He may be the only person in there. Um, you're listening to... Uh, I've, we've not said our maybe names. Maybe he thinks she's joking. <laughs> uh, maybe he thinks I'm joking. Uh, I'm Ian Lee. That's Catherine Boyle. This is The Late Night Alternative. It's only on Talk Radio. You can listen to us on DAB. You can download the app or you can go online at talkradio.co.uk. Let's have a quick break. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Uh, 03444 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call, but only if you're 30 years or over. So I'm, I'm just YouTubing Banjo. Listen to this. Here we go. Hang on a second. Gone. Where's he gone? 
state of that. I've just typed in Star Wars banjo and there's, there's loads of it. Look, there's loads of it. Mandolin? That's not banjo. That's some classy picking, though. I can do that on the mandolin now. I can do that. It's easy. Oh, this is great. Slide. Technically, it was a lap steel. Oh, okay. Oh, this is great! Is it all the same guy? Tweet him. I'm going to tweet him. Let's talk to Robert in Doncaster while I tweet. Good evening, Robert. Good evening. How old are you, Robert? 38. And what year were you born? 1979. Okie dokie. Oh, it's Rob Bernay. So, you're playing a rager. Yes. You've got a lumberjack shirt on. Yes. And you're playing the banjo. Yes. And you're back on telly. Yes. There's a connection there somewhere. Yes, there is. I'm on the up. I am rising. All of my trolls, everybody who's been having a pop at me online, forget it. Your day is done. This is the rise. This is the ascent. This is the second coming. I am back. And everybody that was rude about me after... um, Sunday brunch at the weekend. Oh, he's a tosser. Oh, he's an idiot. Oh, he's a... Sorry about that. Yeah, I know. It's a bit personal. But everybody who's rude about me, deal with it, guys. I'm back. And um, uh, uh, everybody can kiss my my pale ass, Robert. Anyway, I've got someone in my life who calls me daddy now. Um, that's weird. 
Yeah, there's some girls got a house around the corner if you come in this way for a rabbit hole. Hey, come on, yeah. Rob. There you go. Topic. Yes. Right. Yes. MBEs last week, did you see them? Um, I saw that Twiggy got one. Not Twiggy. San- Sandy Shaw. Sandy, Sandy Shaw. Yes. And who else? Dusty Bin. Emily Sanday. Did she? She did, yes. Yeah. I saw her in concert once at the Hammersmith Odeon. Did she get it for that? Three songs. Yeah. Services to music. Um, she was everywhere for a while, wasn't she, Emily Sanday? She was everywhere. I like. I mean, I liked the songs. But, yeah, so it's too early. Oh. So, so yes. Th- why don't we say you can take an MBE off at someone? Yes. And give it to someone else's more deserving virtually. Oh, okay. So you're going to, but you're going to take Emily Sunday's MBE. Imagine how proud her mum must be. Yes, you're going to have one in the future. Well, okay. So you're going to, you're going to. Okay, who are you going to give Emily Sunday's MBE to? Hadaway. Ooh, that's good. I see. I would give it to Kareem Bailey Ray. <laughs> what? I like that. I like that song. And she's had a very, you know, she's a horrible life. You know, she's a really yeah. tragic life. And that song I'll is, Girl, well, put but... your records on. Sing me your favourite song. Tell me it's something about you. I don't like those songs. I know you don't like them because you've got, you got really poor taste. Really women poor don't taste. like attractive women who sing songs. Uh, that's not that's true. That is actually pretty. That's pretty not true. true. Women don't like um, all the women that sing annoying songs, or men right, that sing Kath. annoying songs. Give me one pretty lady who sings a song you like. So many, so no. many. It's not an answer, though, is it? I don't have to justify myself to you, Robert. Rob, we'll put it out there to the listeners. Thank you very much indeed. Um, it just leaves me um, to say this. Here we go. Don't you dare. <clears throat> this is what I think it is. Yeah, you know exactly what it is. If it works. I hope it doesn't work. Oh, come on. Here we go. Three little birds sat on my window. And they tell me I don't need to worry Summer came like cinnamon, so sweet Little girls double dutching out on the concrete Maybe sometimes we got it wrong, but it's alright But it's alright Nothing seems to change, and it will all stay the same don't you hesitate. You don't know this song, do you? Girl, put your records on. Tell me your favourite song. Cause girl, we let your hair down. Sapphire and faded jeans. I hope you get your dreams. Cause girl, we let your hair down. You're gonna... Guys, uh... Um, OK, right, so, adverts now. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Right, so that bluegrass Star Wars, right? Yeah. Uh, 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 oh, we've got no calls. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. So it's this guy, Jonathan Galletti, right? And he's got he's got a few other things on there. Have a listen to this. Have a listen to this. Here we go. Here we go. Ha. 
Bluegrass Mario. Right, this has only got thirty-five views. It was put up three months ago. Listen, this is this. Listen to this. Is going to. I've not heard it. It's going to be great. He's not got this one's only got 31 views. So, what we're gonna do, I'm gonna tweet this one, right? Let's 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 get him a let's get him a couple of thousand views, okay? Share it, watch it, go and watch it, watch it from as many times as you can. Let's get this up to a couple of thousand, right? Here we go, listen to this. Oh, hang on, hang on. this one's got vocals. This... Let's not do that one. I can see why that one's only got 31 views. <laughs> it's, um, 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 I'm subscribing, brother. I'm subscribing to that. <laughs> I'm, I'm subscribing to that. That was incredible. Excellent stuff. Uh, Simon's on the line. Good evening, Simon. Hi, Ian. Uh, how old are you, please? I am 43. Yeah, you sa- yeah, you sound it. You sound old. I'm not even going to check the World year. World weary. He sounds old, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Sounds like an old boy. What have you got for us? I'm very old. A few weeks back, you were talking about cover versions. Yes. Uh, good ones, good ones, bad ones. Yes, pointless Just cover one... versions, yes. One of your favourites, I know, The Monkeys. Yes. Cover version of one of my favourite songs, I Want to Be Free. Davy Jones sang it. Yes, yes. Done by Richard Marks. Um... As in Right Here Waiting. Have you heard, have you heard that? Mm, yeah. It's a good version. Um, yeah. Surprise me. Say it. I don't think it's a very good song. Um, it's but you like, don't like it? No, I don't, I don't like the song and I don't like his version. I tell, uh, it's a weird song, right? Because it's supposed to be like the the, the, the monkey's obviously a rip-off of the Beatles. So it's, it's meant to be 
um, their version of Yesterday, right? But Yesterday is really? all about wistful yeah. love. But the lyrics of I Want to Be Free is um, mm. basically saying, think you're getting a little bit too close. Can you back off, baby? Um, I want to go and sleep so around. So my world yeah, oh, Yes, exactly. Oh, picture of that huge bum there. I'm trying to hide that. So, um, Simon, I cannot, I cannot allow that into the canon of, of a good cover version, I'm afraid. Okay, what's your favourite Monkeys track? Um, I, I mean, um, it, it's going to make me sound like a fraud, but it's Daydream Believer. I, 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 I've got to get down and dirty. It's Daydream Believer. Yeah, I think that's the Pleasant Valley Sunday is another favourite of mine, I think. Second favourite, As We Go Along. Do you know that song? No, I don't. Go and, go and, you have permission to bunk off now and go and listen to us. Well. Tell you what we do. No, you won't. We're going to play it at the top of the hour as we go along by the Monkeys. Right, There's then. a song. There's a song. Okay, cool. One other thing. Yeah? Has the NTA been found? Say that again. Has the NTA been found? Oh, I don't know. No, the, the oh. National Television Award that, belo- yeah. that was won by I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of It. No one. I don't know. No one's been in touch with me to say that it has been found. So I think we can assume, Simon, it's still missing. And my money is still on Dennis Wise. Did Dennis Wise reply to you? No, he did not. He oh did not. So I so, think... A sign of guilt. Wisey, not so wisey. Thank you very much indeed, Simon. Let's go to John. Good evening, John. Hello, how are you going? You all right? I'm all right, thank you. John, what you got for us? Good stuff. A uh, couple of things. I, I um, haven't phoned in for a couple of weeks. I was going to rattle through a couple of bits. Yeah, go um, on. You do what you want. Celebrities uh, begin with JL. There we go. This is great. But let me just say, John... <laughs> Um, yeah. People are phone, th- listening going, hang on, I've been listening all night. What's he talking about? Uh, if you heard something on a podcast, if you heard something on a show from a year ago, anything, you can phone in about it. You might have to jog my memory a little bit because I don't remember what I did yesterday. But I do remember the JLs. But you, you can phone in about anything we've talked about in the past or anything we may talk about in the futures. So it's up to you. Go on, John. Uh, so I was going to say, I don't know if you've um, had this one, but Josie Lawrence... Yeah, we, we we had that, John. You can call in, but you got to make uh, We had yeah, that one. So I, she, we had her quite I, early I, on, I think. I thought she had gone quite early, yeah. See, when I was um, when I was growing up, she was like, um, I always wanted to be a stand-up comedian. I used to watch um, Who's Lies Anyway. Yeah, yeah. And she was, my, she was one of my favourites, and I thought, oh, yeah, she probably would have gone, but I'd give it a, I'd give it a go anyway. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, unlucky. Uh, uh, the other thing was, if you're still giving away films, yeah. uh, I would like to claim A Few Good Men. It's yours. It's yours. I, pe- yeah, I bet they're... Um, hang on a second. Hang on. Stand back. Everyone stand back. Everyone stand back. I bet there's a few listeners out there that would like to claim a few good men um, for... Uh, 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 for um, uh, I'm talking about the Jack Nicholson one. Yeah, I know. And I'm, I'm saying <laughs> that, that, that actually men, a few of them, good ones, for sex. <laughs> and especially after I just said I'd like to give Joe... Uh, uh, Claim Josie Lawrence as well. Okay. Yes. Um, can I just can I just say Catherine has given me the filthiest look ever there. I thought I was. I, listen, I was improvising. I was inspired by Josie Lawrence. Inspired by whose line is it anyway? I was improvising. You misjudged the tone. I there. don't think I misjudged. Yeah. You're talking about hung like a donkey about Eeyore. Well, he is. He's a donkey. And I'm talking about a few good men servicing someone. <laughs> And then uh, mentioning okay, Josie Lawrence, who's not asked to be involved not, in this narrative not, at all. I'm not, nothing to do. It's, it's <laughs> John. Fair, I mentioned Josie Lawrence. You mentioned cloning her, so wow. it would be the clone. Wow. Of, it would be the clone wow. of Josie Lawrence that would be um, would be involved in this scenario. So it's not humanising her. Well, well, well. Is wow. a, is no that you raise a good point? Is a clone a human? Yes. I would argue no. Yes. No, it's not. It's not the original human. 
The clone wouldn't have the memory of the human. No. So, you know... That that would be weird then, though, wouldn't it? Because it wouldn't actually be... None of this is not weird, the person. It would look like Josie Lawrence, and it would sound like Josie Lawrence, but it wouldn't have the memories of Josie Lawrence. We're going a, a bit down the sex spot route thing again. Oh! Have you heard there's a... Um, um, in um, Scotland... There's a very enterprising young lad. What's the guy's name? Stephen Crawford. Who set up Britain's first and so far only sex bot brothel. There was another one, but it was forced to close. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't another one. It was a, it was a shop that ah. sold sex bots and you could go and try them. On a, it was on a trading estate. But uh, I've, re- I've really read about this story. So he's and he, he set up a sex bot brothel, right? It's only got one sex bot. Um, so I don't to... think that really constitutes I, a brothel, then, does it? It's a brothel, no. Yeah. She's a, she's but, a sole not... trader. But it, 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 it really... Well, it really brings up an ethical thing, because he's going, I'm doing nothing illegal. Basically, he's... He's letting rent... everyone have a go on his no, dog. No, no, no. Basically, he's, letting, he's renting out a room for people to knock one out in. That's, that's all he's doing. And that's not illegal. And so it's a, re- it's a really interesting point of law. Look at that. Do you want it, Paul? Hey. Have, have it. Have it. You want it? I've got a box full of them. Go on, it's yours. There we go. Yeah, 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 of course. I've got people a box don't know what you're talking about. I've given Are you Paul Ross. A sex box? I know. <laughs> no, it's not a sex box. It's, I've given him a, a Michael Nesmith album. I've got a box full of them, Paul. Have it. It's yours. Go on. Um, I wrote, it's me, I wrote that, I made, I made that. Um, no, so he's only got, he's only got one sex bot, and it's the interesting thing is, not Paul Ross, this fella in, this fella <laughs> in Scotland, is, um, is it, is it prostitution? Well, it's not, because there's no, no human being is involved. I, I suppose it's just renting out a fleshlight, really, isn't it, I suppose? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. But it's, uh, it's not, oh, dear. <laughs> I mean, without where you go, literally, don't know well, where you go with that. Well, I, I, well, same place as you would with the human. But, <laughs> um, John, I've got to say, mate, you have lowered yeah. the tone of this show, well, and it was pretty I, I, low. I've been trying to do that for a long time, so I'm, I'm quite. That's an achievement for me. Pretty, pretty low, mate. Pretty low already. Sorry, sorry. I can't, Anything you know, else? Or can you can you try and raise the tone? Um, uh, let's try. Um, I saw on your Twitter thing when you were tweeting out about the beginning of the show about cutting, about, um, Widow's Peaks and cutting hair. Yes. Downstairs hair. Uh, I'm not going to go blow the, I'm not going to go blow the belt, but what, to try and raise it a bit, I did cut my own hair once. On your head? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. mate, yeah. We're, we're back in. Go on, what happened? So, I was at home alone. I must have been about 10 or 11 years old. Probably yeah. a bit, might have been a bit older, but... Yeah. Um, and I just started experimenting. I was cutting something with this, and I thought, I wonder what... I did my hair. About, that, that can't be that bad, can it? Cut massive, great big chunk out of my hair. Oh. I'm proper wedge. Um, and thought, oh, quite, what have I done? Yeah. Um, the only thing I could think to do was... I, <laughs> I got a load of glue... Back on my head. Yes. <laughs> back on my head. So I had a great big triangle of hair that was wet and stuck to my forehead. Yeah. Um, when my mum came in and said, "What have you been doing?" I, I was like, "Oh God, how am I going to get around this? I've been playing football. I'm sweaty." And she said, "What in one spot? Come over, stroked my head, and all this great big chunk of hair just oh, fell off like onto the floor." And it was like, oh, Alabama. And then when, when she <laughs> found out what then when she found out what you'd done. This was the scene in your come here. You run, boy. Come here, you little so and so. She's trying to grab me, grab me, and kick me up the backside. And I'm like, no, mum, no, mum. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, well, you, you've saved it. You've saved... If you've ever you. cut your own hair, then um, <laughs> you are... If you've ever cut... Oh, yes, it is. It is. Thank you. It's, it's, it's um, Peter Talk's birthday today. A man, yeah. who, a man who doesn't like me, I don't think. Anyway, don't like me. Don't like me. I'll, tell, I'll tell you in a bit, Paul. Come, after the news, come in. Um, John, thank you for that, mate. Cool. Thank you very much. Excellent stuff. If you've ever... If, thank you. If you've ever cut... Paul, I'm chatting to Paul Ross through the window. Paul Ross is on uh, one o'clock. Um, we should always flag that up. It's, it's, it's a cracking listen. We'll, we'll, we'll get him in with... But we're <laughs> doing that whole call. I'm doing sign language. He's passing me notes. Yeah, what a... What a terror... Ter- no wonder we keep getting sat from places, me and Paul, with that kind of behaviour going on. Um, 0344 499 1000. Good evening, Guy. Oh, good evening. Good evening, Guy. How old are you, Hi. sir? Hi, Kath. Hi, yeah. I'm 35. OK. Well, you sound... Well, OK. Uh, what have you got for us tonight? Um, well... Well, the category of um, famous people, JL. Yes. I was listening that night, and I know you never said Jared Leto. You're correct. Uh, because he's not famous? Yeah, he is. Who's Jared Leto? Jared Leto played the Joker in the um, the Suicide Squad film. I mean, um... <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay, anything else you called in about? <laughs> well, and uh, there's also um, Babs Bunny. <laughs> Who's Babs Bunny? Is that Bugs Bunny's girlfriend? Yeah, she was in Space Jam. Oh, oh, yeah, I love Space Jam. Uh, so that would be your um, your uh, cartoon animal that you'd um, have sex with? Yes, um, but my wife said Scrooge McDuck. Oh, blimey. <laughs> Not Donald, but Scrooge. Wowzers. Is that your wife giggling uh, hornily in the background? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yay. Well, you two, you go and buy a Scrooge McDuck um, outfit and you, you, you <laughs> show what it's like to be tight. I meant... No, I didn't well, mean it. Whoa, no, 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 no. Stop the music. I didn't mean it like that. I meant financially. Because he's... Scro- yeah, he, no. Oh, swear to, I swear to God, I meant financially. I swear mm. to... No, I promise you, I swear on my mm. life, I meant that was not a slur on your good lady wife. That was... Because he's, scr- he's tight. Just stop saying it, man. Thanks a lot, guy. Cheers for nothing. That was uncomfortable. Of course I knew what I was saying. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
anal part of me is annoyed I played a slightly wrong version, but... It's the movie version, man. the best version of it. Carol King, Jerry Goffin, on guitar, Neil Young and Ry Cooder, sung by Mickey Dolan, singing like a girl. Stoned Mickey is the best voice. Um, and as we go along from the uh, the flop, but yet wonderful movie head. 0344 499 1000 is the phone number. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. We are here Mondays to Fridays on DAB, uh, on uh, mobile phone app or online at talkradio.co.uk. 10 o'clock till 1 o'clock, then uh, 5 o'clock in the morning, it's James Max. At 1 o'clock in the morning, it's Paul Ross. Catherine Boyle is there. Hi. And for the first time this evening, we have an empty switchboard, which is beautiful. Uh, if you're going to call in tonight, 30 plus, please. We'll go back to, to, to tomorrow. Um, free for all. Free for all. Silly kids, all that stuff. But tonight, it's... You want to come in, Paul? Come in, come in. Oh, you don't need to ask. We don't stand on ceremony in this place for crying out loud. Sit down, sit down. How you doing, man? Very well indeed. Thank you. Thank you so much for that remarkable Paris Studios album. It's a pleasure. So, so you and know, you, you've not only produced it, you wrote the sleeve notes. I wrote the sleeve notes. And some quite long words I, in there. I know, I know. <laughs> I, I got it uh, spell checked. Um, because, you know, I've got a record label, me and my yep. friend Glenn. And I've we just released been from Sam. Monkeys Records. And that's our, that's our first Nesmith release. Wow. That's, you've got a limited edition orange vinyl there. Um, wasn't the, orange the original pop colour when RCA launched um, 45s? Uh, yes, I think yeah, it was, wasn't it? Why did you choose orange for Michael? Because it, it looked quite nice with the cover. Yeah. Yeah, no, we've, done a, we've done a picture disc, we've done a CD, and we, we did an orange. I tell you the reason we do multi-formats, right, is because because we don't make any money. We, we throw loads of money into it. But if we have more formats, then people will buy them, which means we get a bit sure. more money, and then all the money we make then goes into the next thing. Can't you do that do. crowdfunding thing with it? Uh, we've not needed to. Okay. We've not needed to yet. We, we might do, because we're looking at some slightly more expensive stuff. But if, every penny we make goes into the next one but we always try and do uh, gatefolds and booklets yeah. and we've got you know it is i may say a handsome thing you've given me oh, it's, it's, a, really it's a pleasure heavy vinyl i've got a box like in my car a lovely oh, oh, <laughs> car boots beckon <laughs> oh 180 gram but also we get not that one but um uh, the photographer henry diltz who took the cover of the first crosby stills and nash album wow. and uh, morrison hotel he didn't take that one but we kind of we've got a really good relationship We'll find a great picture that he's taken. We'll write to him and say, Henry, we've got no money. You'll say, right, and he'll send a dozen photos. I send you a dozen photos. Yeah. I love you guys. He, say, he sends us a dozen photos, and we say, look, we've only got a few hundred dollars, and it would normally cost thousands. He says, oh, oh just send me what you can afford. Beautiful. Oh. So we've got loads. I'll, I'll bring, I'll bring okay, some more. What goes around in. comes around. Yeah, exactly. And you paid it forward, and God bless you. It's no, a lovely it's thing. A pleasure. How are you doing, man? You're all I'm right. I'm not too bad. You know, kind of a day two is always. A, uh, I'm kind of easing into it by the yeah. Tuesday morning show because yeah. Monday's always a bit of a, a sleep shock over the weekend. I was going to say it's the first one. The first one. So Sunday night, Monday morning is it a bit of a shock. Well, it is also. We had a few kind of domestic issues last week. My youngest daughter was hospitalised in Cornwall, where she's doing a degree in fine art, but she's had stomach problems, oh, and no. her mum went down. And was I going to go down or not? And it's all that kind of. She was in for three. But God bless. Right. Right. She's fine. She's Good. out. Thank goodness. Eating healthily. Yeah. And it is that old, almost a cliche, but it still means it's true. God bless the NHS. Oh yeah. I tell you, they, I mean, she was there at an A and E. 
was seen within two hours. They sent her away and said, if you're, but if you're bad, come back within four hours. They got her straight in when she went back. Really, yeah. And looked after her amazingly. No they took phone calls from me. They did say to me, you know, OK, you're the first one to call. Please let it only be you, and then I can disseminate the knowledge. Right, there's okay, so many of yeah. us. But they were fantastic. Yeah. So. Oh, well, good for them. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. She's, she's all right. Is yeah. she eating? She is, yeah, eating, yeah. and she's kind of very keen on... Uh, oh, she's a, she teaches yoga, and she's a bit of a hustler, but she teaches oh, okay. yoga and loves all that stuff, and is kind of borderline vegan, certainly vegetarian, so, you know. <laughs> borderline vegan. Yeah. What well, she, she loves cheese. That's the thing. Oh, That's the stumbling block. Just, you see, and <laughs> I, th- I think cheese is bacon for vegans, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and that vegan cheese, it, oh, it's, it's nothing to it. I've got no problems with vegans. Although Jake Yap gave me some. Um, can we mention Jake? Is he been we can disappeared? Mention, we, we can okay, that's fine. Jake. He's not gone chilly in 1972. He's, he's, he's not dead. Okay, we're not going to end up like starting br- airbrushing <laughs> out the photographs. Um, he gave me some vegan beer. That was lovely. Really? I know you're not a big drinking man. No, but no. Lovely, but well, really I was nice. a big drinking man. That was the problem. That's why I'm not a big drinking man anymore. Everyone's got. I was going to say the trots. I don't quite know what the pr- appropriate phrase is, but everyone in your house is... Norovirus. Uh, it's not just the trots, it's the other end I, as well. I, I, yeah. Yet when I had it, very little sympathy from you. Well... Very little sympathy. Maybe somebody listening has a kind of East European surname like virus and yeah. a nan called Nora. Because <laughs> we once found a Sudoku, a Nigerian woman rang no. up in a different life. Sudoku called us up. Shut Wouldn't up, Wouldn't it be lovely to find a Norovirus? No. <laughs> it's all your fault, Nora. <laughs> Put it what, away. You might as well tell us what you got on your show tonight. Uh, we're going all over the place today. We are going to Australia. We are going to Haiti for very tragic and sad reasons, of yep, course. Yep. We're also talking about the weather, but about the weather that's hitting Australia because it's ferociously hot down there. Oh. And they've got the Commonwealth Games on the way. And yeah. also talking, crossing live to talk about the uh, Winter Olympics. And mm. we've got the sporting update. So it's jam-packed full of notes. I was going to ask, right. I kind of the, the Winter Olympics always seem to go under the radar for me. Have you? I've not seen any of it. I've I've seen the bit of the the North Koreans doing the, the, the happy yeah. clappy thing, but I've not seen any of the actual. I saw the snowboarding sport. yesterday afternoon, and it was hypnotic because. Yeah. It kind of built in a way that normally, you know, normally the big ski jump up goes Eddie the Eagle, yeah. show me age, and down he lands. Down. They had this beautiful, aesthetically beautiful course built, yeah. and it's like a kind of huge Henry Moore sculpture. And these guys are quite literally, as they take their snowboard in their hand, taking their lives in their hand. Today, yeah. the females were out there, terrible blustery winds, bit of controversy. They every one of them at one point landed with a cauliflower bottom. Yeah, thankfully nobody injured, but their travelling at speed is something like ninety miles an hour. Oh, Certainly for snowboarding, I think it's seventy odd miles an hour on that luigi bobsled thing. Ninety miles an hour. I tell Head first. What, the, what's the one? Is it the skeleton where? You lie backwards yeah. on your. That's when you do it on your own. Yeah. I wouldn't mind. I'd. I'd like that. And I know it, that is dangerous, and it's not as easy. I'd, it's I'd, slightly. There's something creepy about that because you're lying like in a position you assume ready a for death. In the 1950s. <laughs> I, I. I could see myself doing that. I bet that's. Um, that's probably the you only. You need a big old skeleton though, because a lot of these guys are quite like jockeys, aren't they? Yeah. When you notice them, they're being interviewed yeah. by people of a more average height. And yeah. They're always kind of certainly the guys in the bob station, yeah. just teeny tiny. Kath, you should have a go. Wow. Polly Pocket of Radio. Wow, wow. can you believe that? (laughs) Get out of this studio, Paul Ross. We'll see you at one o'clock. Thank you, ma'am. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand and Paul's on a week at one o'clock and it's 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 great that you know finally we've got a dec- we've got a through the night show we didn't have one we did bits of it sometimes we'd have a lock in and then it would go to uh, talk sport and it's good we got someone decent slowly on. but surely this radio station is taking shape slowly right? but surely guys it's good somewhere um oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call uh, thirty and over. Only, please. We've got no calls lined up, and that's absolutely fine. We can um, work with that. Oh, now, here we go. 
I did. Did Howard? Did Howard mention Lord Lucan on his show? Like, I, I, I listened hear, to Howard. The bit I heard, no. And he was about to go to um, saw an astrologer when I switched it off last night. Was that right. midnight? I don't like astrologers. Absolute rubbish. Absolute guff. I like um, time travel. I like UFOs. And I I like the ghost hunters. Who did Oh, there was a ghost hunter on last night as well, a northern one. I think I must have heard a bit of the ghost hunter. And I did wonder whether it was that fella whose pub we went to, because they were talking about... No, the real life one. Uh, the ha- not Sean the haunted. Hunter. He's a publican. Sean the ha- haunted landlord. No, because they used to do... They did vigils and stuff, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean. Anyway, so they were talking about all these um, these machines and oh yeah, and they were talking back to us. No, oh, they weren't. My youngest asked me the youngest who came in and asked the listeners once for ghosts. Have you ever seen a ghost? And then it absolutely crapped himself when people phoned in. Was, I mean, that was funny. He still has nightmares about that night. People phoned in with their ghost stories, and he still asks about the dog. And, but and he misunderstood one of the stories, right? So someone th- mentioned an outline of a cat, and he just thought he meant... You could see its bones and all its insides and stuff. But he still talks about that. And he, the other night, I picked him up from school. And we stood there, and he went, Daddy, so a ghost's real? And I said, I said, I don't, I don't know, son. I, honestly, I don't know the answer to that one. Some people think they are. Some people think they aren't. I kind of, I, I tend to think they're not, but I'm, I'm actually a more open-minded now than I was. Next question is always, are zombies real? I say, no, zombies are definitely not real. That is not real. But ghosts, well, I don't know. Zombies aren't real. Zombies aren't real. Well, aren't real. No. Yeah, you go to Haiti, they, they do strange... You've been watching too many Scooby-Doo's and James no, Bonds. No, I haven't. Out. Nope. They don't. They don't summon up zombies. They do like. They're not dead people, but they're people who are under. They're... So they're not dead people. No. They're people they on drugs. Your brains. They're people on drugs. Well, yeah. There's people on drugs, so they're not zombies. No, zombies don't exist. People on drugs exist. I'll, I'll say to the six-year-old next time. No, you're right. Zombies don't exist, but people on drugs do, and they might kill you. They probably disembowel you. What does disembowel mean? Because when they get a knife. And you wonder why he has nightmares. Yes, yes, yes. Well, no, I, I know why he has nightmares. It's because when he's asleep, I whisper. Uh, I go and whisper horrible things in his ears. Um, 0344 499 1000. Please give us a call. Otherwise, the next 45 minutes is this kind of rubbish. My uncle did that once. What? Well, we couldn't work out why oh, my God, cousin was going to a break. I was all set for a break then. Oh. Thanks very much. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Alan Wagner. Find him on Facebook. Find him on Twitter. Alan Wagner. He's a genius. He's the guy that does those posters. Remember a couple of months ago, we saw these posters that were kind of doing the rounds and people going, is it real? Um, I'll I'll come and bathe in milk and I'll take pictures of you. Yeah. And um, he does all these different posters and I and he makes little short films. He's a genius. He's an actual genius. I tried to get him on the show and I almost tempted him and then he ran away. But that doesn't matter. That is not important. Alan Wagner on Twitter and on Facebook. And it really is just a joy. Absolute joy to see someone having so much fun creating stuff. Um... I was going to tell you about the spooky moment. Oh, yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couldn't work out why my little, nef- my little um, cousin wouldn't hang go on. to we sleep need- in his bedroom. Hang on a minute. We need to get- let, me get some- let me get some spooky... Um, 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 
spooky music here. Come on. Let's just, 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 we're going to do it. We're going to do it properly. work out why my little cousin wouldn't go to sleep in his bedroom. He just had it all refitted and everything. It yeah. seemed like it was made for him, you know. Football duvet and all that gubbins that little boys like. Yeah. Wouldn't go in there. He came to the door frame and he wouldn't want to go in there as if the floor was made of hot lava. Yeah. Anyway, after a few weeks of this, my auntie said to her husband, I said, I just don't know what's going on with him. He's terrified in there and when he goes in there, he's burbling about the man. The yeah. man. There's yeah. the man. She started to wonder whether the man was some sort of supernatural being. Yeah. And then my uncle confessed that he'd been talking down the baby monitor to him, going, Go to bed, I can see you. Wowzers, there we go. Very, very spooky. Baby monitors. Baby monitors. Baby monitors, fun with baby... I've done that with my mother-in-law with baby monitors. What did you say to her? Oh, well, I was just, I was just shitting her up. Because um, <laughs> we, we said, we all, loads of us, like, rented this sort of old house and, and um, it was just a bit creepy and a bit dark and diff- two different staircases. Two staircases, wowzers. And um, we had the baby monitor and they'd go... In the cupboard. All that kind of stuff. Great hey, fun, great L- fun. Lord Lucan's still alive. No. Nah. Yep. Lord Lucan is very possibly 162. Okay. Lord Lucan is very possibly alive and is still a murder suspect. Detectives say, the Scotland Yard case remains open even though the peer has been legally declared dead. That's his ruse. He wants us to think he's dead so he can come back and murder again. He's suspected of bludgeoning to death the family's nanny Sandra Rivet in 1974. Lucan, who vanished after the killing, would now be 83. The Met said, He is very possibly alive and remains a murder suspect. Although there has not been any proof of life, there has neither been any proof of Lord Lucan's death. There you go. You can't argue with that. It's a paradiduction. Um, Scotland Yard's stance was revealed as it blocked a freedom of information bid to disclose files from the first decade of the probe. It blocked Scotland Yard stance was revealed as it blocked a freedom of information bid to disclose files from the first decade of the probe. Oh, that'd be interesting. Seventy-four to eighty-four. That'd be that would be interesting. I'd be up for that. He was thirty-nine when he went missing. Police said handing over the papers could harm attempts to catch the peer and anyone who may have helped him flee. Sandra, twenty-nine, was killed in the Lucan home in Belgravia, central London. Lucan's wife was also attacked and she and said Lucan was her assailant. She died last year, aged 80. Lucan was declared dead at the High Court in 1999, despite many alleged sightings. A death certificate was issued in 2016. I mean, the, 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 I mean you never know. You never know with these things. There's another spooky story. Where's, um, finding this, this, this woman's arse, very distracting. Who is she? Let's see who she is. Demi Rose Morby gets the bum's brush okay, on a sunshine break. The Brit model, 22, had mud slapped over her rear by a pal on Cape Verde. Instagram star Demi Rose donned a skimpy string bikini for the exfoliating session at a dormant volcano. Demi Rose from Birmingham was on holiday without her new boyfriend, USDJ, Chris Martinez. 
Um, so that's who that is. Um, where's... Um, oh, it's the, that's the story I want. It's right next to her backside. That's why I opened it. Right. So here we go. Listen to this. Now, this is... Uh, this is proper. Pieces of metal said to be from a UFO crash in Britain in 1957 have been found in a museum store. <gasps> Guessing that it doesn't mean the gift shop. That means, like, in storage. An official at the British Museum in London alerted X-Files expert Dr David Clark to mysterious bits of wreckage which had been kept in a cigarette tin for decades. They were part of a 17-inch metal disc found on Silpho Moor, North Yorkshire, with marks like those on the Roswell UFO find in America. What, what did they find in America? They didn't find anything in Roswell. I thought that was all um, smoke and mirrors, wasn't it? Inside was a book of thin copper sheets. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Inside was a book of thin copper sheets with a 2,000-word message in an unknown language. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Skeptics said it was all a hoax made from a hot water cylinder. Oh. But the shell was radiation-proof and its copper parts were of unusually high purity. So Ooh. the aliens are using, using unusually highly purely copper. Dr. Clark of Sheffield Hallam University said, It's incredible that pieces have been. <laughs> I was going to. Wow. <laughs> Where's he from? I don't... Do you know, I saw it come and I thought, I'm not going to do a voice. I thought, I've got to do a voice. And then that came out. It's incredible. No. Oh. Doc, I'm going to run up again. Dr. Clark of Sheffield Hallam University said, It's incredible that pieces have been sitting in a museum, my guy. No, it's been. For more, for more than half a century. I do believe in um, there, there. There has to be life. There has to be life out there. Well, of course, there has to be. It's a mathematical. Well, you say, of course, but some people don't buy it. Some people go, don't, um, don't 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 dig that. But, but it's a mathematical. It's more likely that there is than there isn't. Well, yeah, but you you again, you say that, and I'm that's obvious. It. Yep. But there are many people that don't yeah, believe that. I don't believe no, that. No, but they're talking something. <laughs> something a prig. A prig. Yeah. Do you know what a prig is? Mm, Not yes, really, no. I, no. Yes, I do. Yes, I do know. No. Google it and see, and see if you I've Google used... It. No, you Google it and see if I've used prig in the right context. I think okay. you'll find a hell. Okay. It's so distracting, that girl's bottom. <laughs> so, a person who shows an inordinately zealous approach to matters of form and pr- proprietary. There you go, you're a prig. No, it's been, and I'm not. Especially when the prig has the ability to show superior knowledge to those who do not know the protocol in question. No, wrong. Yeah, you're being, you're being priggish now. You're a prig. Um, but it's true, but people, some people don't... Mathematically, there has to be, there has to be um, life somewhere else. There has to be. Now, the, the chances of us finding it, they're very slim. But I met a proper astronaut on Sunday, an actual woman who has been to space and has been on the International Space Station. Mm. And then she was asking, right, she's been on the space station. And she was then saying, what do you do? And I said, oh, I host a radio show. It's on Sunday brunch in the green room. I host a radio show. Um, and recently I was on a silly reality show 
called I'm a Celebrity. She goes, oh, what did you do in that? And I said, I said, oh, well, I actually rode a fake space shuttle. <laughs> and as soon as I said that, I thought, just why, why are you doing this? But I'd start, I had you're to in, commit. You're going to do it. I had to commit. And I said, I actually rode a, a fake balsa wood space shuttle um, and had to um, get stars from it. And there were ants all over it and, and stuff. And then I had to step onto um, a, a balsa wood uh, international space station and collect stars. And she's just sat there going, uh-huh. Okay, and I just thought, man, this woman, this woman's actually been in space. How many people have been in space? Mm. It's a good question, isn't it? Good, good, good question. That thirty-five. <laughs> what are you talking about? On, on the space shuttle, they'd have about a dozen people on, and the space shuttle went, went up loads of times. Mm. And it's not even including the cosmonauts and the old Chinese. Tell me then, why are you asking me? Well, because it's rhetorical a, it's, questions. No, it's not rhetorical. Designed it's, to make me look foolish. No, it's not rhetorical. I, I, I'd like to, you to give me. I uh, did, and then you laughed in my well, face. Because that was you a literally stupid, laughed in my that face. That was a stupid idea. I'll ask you again. How many people have been up in space? One hundred and thirty-five. Right. You, why are you just being a, 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 a <coughs> John? Hello, <coughs> John. <coughs> hello, Ian. Don't Google it, Catherine. Ha, just close that for a minute. Hey, I know. Uh, close it. Ah, uh, trap. Yeah. Fingers. How old are you, John? You're talking to me, Ian. Is your name John? Mine isn't. Yes, it is. I don't, I. I don't see anybody else here called John. Well, I'm a little bit older than thirty. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, how many people have been in space from from Earth? Ooh, uh, about six to... or something, isn't it? What? Six? About six or seven. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Three went up... No, four went up to the moon the first time. Apparently. So so that's four. You got four. Yeah. So... Six is reasonable. No, six is miles off. I'm going to tell you, the number of people that have been up in space, and I think I've got this right, mm. you can Google it after I've said it, 504. Gosh. Google it just to make wow. sure. Yeah, 504. But you're all now... Th- you're idiots, you two, because you're thinking, oh, that's a lot. Well, it's not a lot. It's not many at all. Anyway, Well, John. I remember the first one that went up. Go on, who was the first one? Yuri Gagarin. Yuri Gagarin, yeah, Yuri Gagarin. Um, uh, was, a, was a dog went up before him, wasn't it? What was the dog called? Do you remember? Petra. Oh, I can't remember. Now I'm asking him a question. Dog. It wasn't Petra. No, it wasn't Petra. Petra was Blue Peter. It was um, <laughs> it was Yahtzee or something, wasn't it? It was it was a, it was um, no. I can see it. Cause well, I've, me I've, well have been. I've been but to the science. He never came back, did he? No, no. He, well, they didn't teach it how to land. They only taught it how to press the red button for takeoff. <laughs> He couldn't get to grips like with the, the thing. Um, yeah, yeah, I do like her, actually, but I try and remember her name. Um, John, what did you call him for? Well, you know, you were talking about ghostly stuff. Yeah. Um, you might remember I've spoken to you the last couple of weeks about two or three times. Yes, <clears throat> um, I'd just like to tell you this story about when my son died. Oh, yeah. Um, he died um, on the 31st of uh, December. Yeah. But he, he sent away for a present for his daughter's boyfriend for Christmas. Yeah. You know, for a Christmas present. Yeah. Just a silly thing. Yeah. Uh, and a day after he died, because it, it never turned up, uh, something got put through the letterbox and we just heard some chatter and thing that sounded like, um, you know, the laughing policeman? 
<laughs> yes, I do. It's one of the most. The, 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 if you want to really want to scare a six-year-old, play them the Laughing Policeman. I remember listening to it as a child and being terrified by it. Well, it was one of these things like um, you know these like a fake. Um, what do you call these things? What do you do? Um, um, Is it the little bags? You know, tra- the little bags that traffic. laugh. No, 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 no. Oh. The traffic things, you know, when you have one in your car, you have the, the sat nav. Oh, yeah. And it has, has fake voices on. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it was just a toy, one of them, what he had sent them. Yeah. Um, all it for him, but it only had turned up the day after he died, oh. you know. Um, and he has another one. He has another one. But that, now let me put my sceptic's hat on. That doesn't mean... That no, it was no, a ghostly no, it presence. No. It just means that the, no. the Royal Mail is rubbish. That, that's fine, yeah. aye. Well, yeah. that's absolutely right. Yeah. But at the, at the same time, yeah. Um, I, I'll tell you now. The day after he died, yeah. I'm a smoker, and I always go out to the back door where I smoke. Classy. And I live on a, um, a council house estate. Yeah. And, and there's not many trees around, but the next door's got a couple of trees. And the, I mean, Ben and this. Bear this in mind, it's like um, January, yeah. there was a squirrel up the tree, um, obviously no leaves and stuff up there, yeah. just a bare tree in the rain, and it sat up there for two days, solid. Wow. So whether someone chased it up there and it was frightened to come down, I don't know. And here's another one. Well, hang on a minute, let's go uh, where. What, what, are you, what did you draw from your experience of seeing that squirrel up a tree for two days? I thought somebody was watching. And you thought it was your boy? Not necessarily. Could oh. have been somebody else close to me. OK, OK. And did was it um, was it comforting to feel that, or was it eerie? Yes. It was comforting? No, no, well, a little bit of both, but yeah. it was comforting to me. Beautiful, you know? beautiful, then. And that's, then that's, I can't argue with that, then. That's wonderful. Go on, what was uh, the other one? Uh, I've got two more. Yeah, go, go on, let's have it. Um, well, I, I've I've only got, you know, like I heard you earlier on last week saying that like, you've only got three friends. Yes. Um, and I've got about four who oh. uh, are close to me, but um, there was only two that I could call on at that sad time to yeah. me. Yeah. Um, and I went, like, one of them came to me and took us for a walk down the riverside where we used to play when we were kids. Yeah. And um, we're talking about different things and stuff. Um, and when we walked along the riverside, but we had to come back along the roadside, back to the car. Yeah. And uh, my friend was telling us about when his mother died. Seriously, this is... You, you may not believe this, but okay. um, he, he was telling us about... Um, his uncle, who we had never met, mm. he came to visit at the time she was dying. And when she, just before she died, she sat up and she 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 done the death breath or whatever I call it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And and the minute he said that to me, I happened to look down on the roadside, and it wasn't on the path; it was on the side of the road. Yeah. Can you remember these little toys you used to get from the joke shop years ago with a little skeleton in a, in a small coffin? Yeah, yeah, I do remember those, yeah. Yeah, well, that was in the, in the roadside at the very same time he wow. told me that. Wow. And it wasn't planted because it had all the dirt off the road. Yeah. 
and I just looked at it and I looked at him and I pointed at him oh. and, and we, we just we both said we'll not see anything we both said what a coincidence and as soon as he got in the house he told his wife Yeah. and as soon as I got in the house I told my wife Wow. You know, you're not going to tell anybody. Yeah. But anyway, there's another one. Yeah, go on. Uh, at the time of the um, the funeral, we had a had a wake in the, in the near cl- near side club. Yeah. And you know, one have letter draws, like a um, like a lottery thing every Saturday or every Sunday in the club. Oh yeah, and I was thought, not for, yeah. I was going to say not. You, like, I've I've never been where they've had a lottery at a wake before. No, 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 they okay. had that, but it was at the men's club that yeah. I already previously had that on the day. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Um, and my son's, my son's nickname, more or less every letter was there except for one. And everybody was commenting on it to me, mm-hmm. saying, have you seen the letter draw after the years? Well, isn't it, it funny, oh, isn't it funny, I was reminded, right, I was reminded that um, where, on, where my... Dad's funeral. I think it was the funeral. It was in Gloucester, and um, uh, uh, my dad's name was Malcolm. And as we were driving down whatever motorway it is that takes you there, it's the M4, isn't it? Driving down the M4, for most of it, we were stuck behind a lorry, and in big letters on the back of this lorry, it said Malcolm. Now, since then, it's a removal firm, I think, and since then, I've seen these lorries. Every now and then, I'll, I'll see these. I saw one at yeah, the weekend. Why is, saying, yeah. why is, yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I, well, I don't, know what, I don't know what I'm saying yet, John. Um, uh, 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 but I, 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 I saw one at the weekend, which is why it's in my head. And also, it was, it was the anniversary of my dad's death a few days ago. And I saw one of these lorries, and I was reminded of this instance. And... Um, and it, when I was driving down to the funeral, it was either the funeral when we were scattering the ashes, one of the two, I think it was the funeral, um, I found it very comforting. I found it funny. Yeah, yeah. I found it I comforting. I that fully, yes. And um, uh, but, uh, but also part of me wonders, the sceptic part of me wonders, had I seen these things all the time... But I just yeah, never noticed them because I because when when and I'm not in any way disputing what you said at all, John. I'm just giving my 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 story. No, I'm not telling that way, Ian. I'm not telling that good way. Good lad, but but when someone passes, when I have I speak about me. When, when when someone has passed in my life, and I've been lucky, it's not happened too often yet. Um, I've I've looked for some kind of a spiritual thing or some kind of magical thing or. Or some kind of coincidence. I've, I've looked for something that implies their death was not in vain. That, that somehow they're still around. That la la la. Um, and um, and and me seeing Malcolm on the back of a lorry was was you know was was beautiful timing, and it made and it comforted me, and that's fine. You know, it made me feel better, and it made me you know cry a little bit, and it and it also cheered me. It comforted me. So yeah, well. I'm, well, the I'm first happy two with things that. I told you about Ian. Yeah. Um, the, when we when we got into the car on the funeral day, yeah. I said to my family, "Remember the things, and that'll get us through." And, and it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so whatever you know, whatever you take from that, all you know, that's that's that, that's the thing. But the um, the nickname thing came afterwards. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, there was something else, but I, mean, I can't remember. Well, you know, I think, <laughs> 
couple of seconds ago, but um, you know, when I was listening to your, your story, so uh, it, it went out of my mind. But yeah, yeah, it's um, well, you, you do you do find you do find comfort in things, but. I don't know if it's all coincidence or not, but, you know, that, that, that's my story as long anyway. As, as long as you find it comforting, brother, that's all that matters. John, it's always nice to talk to you, mate. Thanks for calling. Great, Ian. Thank you. See you later on. Tata. I like him. He, I like him. He's a nice guy and he's got a lot of wisdom in him. I'm not going to knock someone for, 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 you know, spotting things that were comforting. You know, who knows? Who knows what's going on in the world? Uh, we've got another 20 minutes before Paul Ross. We've got an empty switchboard, and it's um, I, I like it when we get an hour like this where it's just kind of laid back and we just talk about whatever comes to our mind, and sometimes the conversation goes nowhere, and sometimes like that with John, it does go somewhere. So you can call in about anything, stuff we've talked about, stuff that we haven't talked about. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. This is the Late Night Alternative. I'm Ian Lee on Talk Radio. No rules, nocturnal nattering for nightbirds, nurses and Nosferatu. <laughs> All right, cool. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Someone sent me this. This sounds like fun. Let's have a little click and uh, let's have a listen. Here we go. It's a harp. get that drum beat. It's a big old harp. So good. I remember uh, well, years ago when I used to run a variety night, sort of once a month, um, and um, we had a we had a harpist come in, and she played like Nirvana and things, a big old harp. And how did I meet her? I think she. Was, I don't know. How I met these people. I don't know. How I met these people, but um, uh, she came in. The harp is an incredible. The harp is such an old-fashioned instrument. It's basically a piano, but without keys, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's what a piano is. Is that, and it's got hammers banging on it with because you use the um, uh, the keys. Um, I need to. This is a Amy Turk was her name. The young lady we heard there. This is a Patreon page. Patreon's great. It's his website. Unfortunately, it's in dollars, but but artists and comedians and podcasters and musicians say, look, if you pay me a dollar a month or two dollars a month, I, I will make something once a month, or you know, and and or, or if you pay ten dollars, then you get ticket, or you know, whatever. The harp is awesome um, and can play any kind of music, and I'll prove it to you. I need to either fully work as a wedding harpist and never be heard on the internet again. Or I need your help to fund my future videos. Pledge per video and you'll get the rewards like the chance to make requests and early access. If enough of you pledge, I can make more videos more regularly. Plus, I could do, then do things like themed cover albums, an original EP, and maybe even go on tour. Where is she based, this young lady? I wonder if she's based in the UK. Um, Amy. Amy, Amy. Amy Turk. Let me Google her. 
because uh, if she's in the UK, we'll see if um, we can get her in. Um, Google, Google, Amy. Sorry, what is that? That's your Google. Amy Turk Harpist. She's in Surrey. Oh, do you want to send her an email? Yeah, go on then. See if she'll come in one night. Okay. Amy, we're coming for you. I wonder if she's on. She'll call, I wonder if she's on Twitter. What did I? What did I just say? Of course she is. Um, uh, Amy Turk Harp. There we go. Shall I tweet her? Yeah, if you want. Shall I not email her then? <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking on my feet here, you've mate. Because you've got a blue tick, she'll respond to you. Yeah, because I'm from the jungle. Hey, Amy, just played your Billy Idol. Would you like to come on my radio show one night? Thanks. There we go. You just reminded me of that Billy Idol, uh, that book. <laughs> I was going to quote a bit and I realised I was going to quote a rude bit and yeah. so I stopped myself. Filthy, it's all rude. I was, I was making love to her. like My arm was trapped. Oh, I won't, God, uh, I nearly broke my wrist. There we go. Speaking of... Um, here we go. This is the real life Billy Idol. It's Andre. Uh, hi, Ian. I'm, I don't harp on anyway, but um, <laughs> what I was going to... Sorry, what I was going to say... You're not sorry, that's uh, the point. <clears throat> well, I'm not harping on. But listen, I was born in the leap year, yeah? Uh, OK. I'm just, just wondering if I'm still old enough. Uh, I'm only 25, but okay. I was born in the leap year. Yeah, OK, thank you very much. I was indeed. born in 1982. Oh, OK, all right. You weren't born you know in... Hang on a minute, you're not younger than me by nine years. <laughs> Listen, right, if I was born in 1982, yes. at the five years... We get the joke. That, the leap year's every four I years. just have to land on the show, shouldn't I? OK. <sighs> but you're you're about 50. <laughs> oh, God, don't insult me. You're not... You, how old are you, really? Well... I'm quite old, a bit younger than you. Shut up! You are not younger. Than, <laughs> you are not younger than me. Listen, right. Well, once upon a time, right. Yeah. Going back, uh, I, I, I went into the shop. Yeah, bought a few beers as you do. As you yeah. do. And uh, and then I went up the pub. Yeah. Yeah. But I had a few on my way, and then I, I come out of the pub and I just like sort of. I seem to have fallen on the floor a little bit, yeah? OK, yes. And I, I spewed up, oh, and it was all rolling down the Blue Hill. This is really... <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. And then, and then yeah. I felt... Some, I, I, I went up, and I was, I was looking down on myself. All right. And that's, a, that's my like, confession of the nearly losing your blooming... Nearly ending my account. OK. That's your confession of nearly losing your blooming, nearly ending your account. Losing your lunch. Hey, right, Andre, I've had, a, I've had a great idea. I'm going to cut you off. So I found this show, right, because we've been watching the Tim Heidecker stuff, right? Yes, yes, and it's yes. the GoPro show with Tim and Eric. It's really funny. And uh, on Amazon Prime. And it recommends stuff. And it recommended all these weird comedies, right? And I, I started them and didn't like them. Started them. I started about a dozen. And I saw one. And I really liked the idea... I didn't think it was that funny, but if it was presented as performance art instead of comedy, I'd have dug it, right? And what it was, it was, um, there was a programme on MTV, so it was American, but they had this show over here, Dave Berry used to host it, called, um, I don't remember what it was called, Three Letters. Anyway, and it was basically a video show, so you'd have, the English version was Dave Berry hosting it, I was on it once, bizarrely, and he and he'd have um, he'd say, God, I can't, I'm trying to think of something 
contemporary and I can't. So he would bring out a pop group and there was an audience there and it was all standing. So what are you guys up to at the moment? And the girls screaming, right? But in America, it would be bigger and more so. So what this show was, it was recreating this MTV show, but with comedians quoting the bands. Right. So you would have, so you would say, so it was 98 Degrees was the band. So the host would say, right, we've got 98 Degrees coming out. So these these four guys, these actors would come out and they would just quote what the band had said on the original show. Now, it wasn't particularly funny, but I thought it was really interesting. And if it had been done as performance art, it would be quite good. And I'm thinking we do the same thing with Andre's calls. If we just have someone um, reading out Andre's calls, mm. performance art. Yeah. Who's that? We've lost you. You've gone. No, no, you've no. gone you're fading. You're fading. I'm not fading. You're fading a bit. No, that's me doing Andre. Okay. Who's that? Um, evening, Jake. Oh, uh, well, pal. Listen, do you know what I could just eat? Yeah. More then. Macaroni and cheese. Fantastic. Okay, thanks very much indeed. Oh, uh, by the way, big up to the Brexit boys, uh, as always. Um, we love those guys. Um, I could do a macaroni and cheese, actually. I could. I nearly bought a macaroni um, cheese the other day, but um, I bought meatballs instead. That's kind of, that's kind of that's a good roll. story. That's the way I roll, guys. That's the okay. way I roll. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to uh, give us a call. You're more than welcome to. What is this? We haven't really got many stories in the papers today. They're a little bit light. What's this one I've written down? What is this one I've written down? Oh, here we go. On um, here we go. Listen to this sad case. A corner shop owner known as Granville is still open all hours after 45 years because no one will take on his 80-hour week. I bet it's because he's a tightwad. Paul Broadbent, 62, only closes on Christmas Day, works 7am till 9pm and has had no holiday since his 20s. He admits, I never watched open all hours, I was working too much. Now I'm seeing the repeats, but life in my shop is harder. You never see them break sweat. Bachelor Paul... Oh, this is this is actually quite a tragic story. Yeah. Bachelor Paul started work at his family store at 17 on the day he finished school. He helped Dad Herbert to run it for nearly 30 years. Oh, look, it says here... There's a picture of him and it says, No holiday, tired Paul. <laughs> <laughs> and they became known as Arkwright and Granville. When his dad died in 2000... Oh, this is sad. Paul continued alone. He said, I open all the hours I can for my customers. I've had a good life, but it's all been after 9pm. And at times it's been lonely with no wife and kids. I don't even have a computer or a mobile as I'm here 14 hours a day. Paul has tried for two years to sell the shop in Liversedge, West Yorkshire, opened in 1934 by his grandparents, Fred and Winifred Lucas. But he said people don't like the eight-hour week. They can't see the benefits. Well, if they were to buy it, they wouldn't have to <laughs> work the same hours as him, would they? I mean, it's what we would call, it, what my dad would call a toot shop. Mm. Outside there's footballs and um, um, burners and stuff and... Pet food and oh, that's do you know what it strikes me? Yeah, that's become his thing. Yeah, he doesn't really want to give it up because yeah. what else would he do? Yeah, when that ends, he would be he'd be um, 
he'd be at a loss there, wouldn't he? That would be... Um... It's kind of a happy martyr. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh... It's a shame, though, isn't it? That's, that's quite sad, that story. Uh, let's go to Jim. Good evening, Jim. Ah, good evening. Good evening, Jim. What have you got for us tonight? Uh, just caught you on YouTube. Has anyone mentioned um, Thundercats? Go on, mention them. Thundercats? Well, all of them. You'd do all of them. Well, wait, well, as long as they're all of age, then yes. <laughs> You've got some standards. Well, well, well done, you. For, OK. What were, there was a sexy one. Cause my Chitara. Friend, Chitara. My friend Wayne Shaler had a crush on her, proper crush on her. Yeah, yeah, she was she was quite saucy, wasn't she? Um, yeah, he's gone. He's put the phone down. There's he's, nothing more to say. No, he's, he's, I think he's off to have a macaroni cheese with his pal. <laughs> Why the hell not? I'm on GM uh, TV. Good morning, Britain, tomorrow. So I'm gonna, it's going to be the old three-hour sleep trick tonight. And I'm hungry, but there's, um, uh, they're, 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 I'm going to raid the minibar when I get into that hotel room. I'm going to have a, 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 an eight-quid small packet of Pringles. That's what, <laughs> that's what I'm having. Did you, here's, the thing, here's the thing, guys. Right, When you use the minibar, but they, you check out before they've checked it, they can't bill you for it. They can't b- bill you for it once you've gone. Because what they do is when the cleaner goes in, they refill it. But um, I, I check out tomorrow. I'm, I'm at five, quarter past five, I'm up and I'm out. It's good morning, Britain. I'm, I'm not going back to the hotel. So I can either do a dirty protest like I did in Pakistan um, or I can steal from the minibar. And then they say, did you use the minibar? I go, um, did I use the minibar? Um... No, no, I don't think so. And they go, okay, fine. And then they close the account. So then I can go. And then they replay this bit. Well, but then it's on um, ITV's credit card, so they'll just whack it off to ITV. Fine, beautiful. Pringles. That'll do it. Jeremy Kyle is hosting Good Morning Britain all this week. Hmm. Now, hmm. Um, hmm. I have thoughts on Jeremy Kyle that I won't be sharing with him because that would be inappropriate. Um, and I'll be making the most of it. But I won't be looking in his eyes, because I've got, I've, I think he's got the power to, um, to, to, suck, uh, to, to suck you off with his eyes, suck the soul out of your body with his eyes. So, um, yeah, I'm going to be careful around that. Yeah, do that. I think it's the thing. I think it's the thing. We didn't get to do the, um, the dating story in The Sun, which is a shame, because it was going to tell you uh, dating experts... V-Day advice for singletons. That's for Valentine's Day, Valentine's right? Day. Um, uh, uh, Tinder frenzy. Online dating gets pretty weird this week. Even the most meh of app users are suddenly swiping right in a hopeful frenzy. Um, the shaggers... What? Hmm? This, is in, this, this is in a newspaper. The shaggers want in on the action too as they spy easy pickings. Good grief. And know that even a basic what you doing for Valentine's might do. Gosh. What the response would be, you. Um, gosh. It's, it's Valentine's tip. The social media shelves, VD, painful but swiftly banished with the right treatment, is paradise for all the loved-up attention seekers. Cue a slew... I've never seen the word slew written down. Of kissy-kissy couple photos... With endless unbearable hashtags. What's that got to do with VD? Valentine's Day. Oh! Oh, right. 
So it's a it's a double entendre. <laughs> I guess. So they mean venereal disease, but they also mean Valentine's. It's a joke. I think this is not a joking matter. No. Um, no, that's not a sensible. That's not a sensible. Um... You don't want VD yeah, on I'll Wednesday. Take, I, I just put whack it straight through. Whack them straight through. Hello, caller. <laughs> no, they bottled it. Where was what happened there? Well, we're done. We kind of peaked it out towards the end. That's it. That's your lot. Um, Subscribe to the YouTube channel, guys. YouTube.com slash rabbit hole. You can uh, also get podcasts of this show. Um, New ones come out every single day. Oh, next week, next Tuesday, I think it is. I've got to double check. Um, Chris Difford from Squeeze is going to be in this studio at 10 o'clock at night. He's going to bring a guitar in as well, and you will be able to watch... And he's, um, I'm hoping he's going to play it and sing and not just show off his guitars. That would be, um, that would be disappointing, wouldn't it? So, so Chris, you're going to play us a guitar? No, I just wanted to show you my Gibson. Nice one, thanks. Uh, he's coming in next week, which I'm really, really thrilled about. I'm really excited about. I don't, apart from that, I don't think we've got any guests lined up, which is kind of nice. We'll, we'll, we'll keep it free for a few weeks and we'll just peter along and, um, and see what happens. Um, if you want to, we'll be back tonight at 10 o'clock. You tell my brain is is totally unwinding. Stay tuned, though, dear listener, because coming up after one o'clock, it's Paul Ross himself. 0344 499 1000 is the phone number I've been in. That's been Catherine Boyle. Thank you very much for listening to The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio.